Bad snap. Ball oh. scooped oh. up. Here come the Spartans. Touchdown, MSU! From WDBM East Lansing, you're listening to the Green and White Report, a production from Impact Sports. This is your source for sports news, debates, and more for Michigan State, Detroit, and the rest of the sports world. Michigan State. What is up, East Lansing? It's a Sunday morning. You already know what it is. 11 a.m. Green and White Report. If you haven't guessed it already, I am not Ryan Rabinowitz. I'm Julie Mitchell in the host chair for this Sunday as Ryan decided to take a trip down to Gainesville, Florida, watch the Gators play. I believe it was Tennessee they played. So I'm in the host chair today, joined by Trent Bally and Ryan Collins. How you boys doing? Good. Very good. good. Yeah. Florida <laughs> smacked Tennessee. Smacked. Yeah. smacked. Yeah. So Rabinowitz probably got out of there a little bit early, went to a local watering hole. I'm sure he had a great yeah, time. Yeah. I, I saw on his snap story he went to some place called Fat Daddy, I think it was. Yeah. And I was I was concerned for his well being. No, I, I, I like the move he did though with the Michigan State shirt at yeah. the Florida You Tennessee. have to. No, you stick out, you get a question like, Oh, you go to Michigan State is it? Yeah. It's a good conversation, sir. It breaks the ice. I like it. <laughs> Got to represent while you're down there in Gainesville. Yeah. But glad he's having some fun. I wish I was down in Florida turning up. Uh, either way, Ryan's not here, so need you guys to fill in his shoes. Takes two to fill his shoes. Shout out, Ryan, does if he's it? listening. I think so. Yeah, you know, it does. It does. It, it, it does. does. <laughs> it does. Uh, <laughs> But great to uh, move it on to some big news that came that popped off as we were walking into the studio. Antonio Brown, we've been talking about him a lot. Everyone's been talking about him a lot in the news. But uh, he's been firing off some tweets tweets this Sunday morning. Don't know what can get you so angry on the Lord's Day that you got to tweet out some stuff. Going nuclear, like straight up, just like blowing up, burning every bridge. I I don't hate it, but like at the same (laughs) time, at the same time, I'm like. I don't know how I feel about Antonio Brown because there's some pretty like horrible accusations about him intimidating like women, like he possibly sexually assaulted. Yeah, which is like absolutely the worst thing any human could do. Right. So I I, I don't know how I like generally feel about that. Like, but the tweets like are kind of like scorch earth. I love when people go scorch earth. It's hilarious. This dude has lost his mind. Oh, dude, I mean, his like, mind's been gone for. <laughs> I mean, he hot, has like, lost his mind, and I say this completely unjokingly. I think it might have something to do with CTE oh, or. No, I'm done. His, no, I know. I, I dude, this dude is crazy, and he's never been like this. He, I think he's just always been crazy. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers were able to well, like somehow bottle that up. Yeah, you you give hats off to them for you know keeping you whatever it was on the wraps. Mustache he had for like six yes. months. That was yes. a look. That was yeah. that was a style choice. You like you thought that looked good. I'm not going to say I thought Wait, it looked good. It was a look, but Ju- it was a look. Julian, what are your thoughts on Antonio Brown's like hairstyles? I think they look good. Everyone's like these are brutal. I'm like I think they look good. You know. Sometimes they're a tough look. They're they're a t- I feel like there's certain things you can do when you have a lot of money that yeah, you, it looks yeah. like it's a maintenance you pull off. thing. It's like LeBron James when he wore those suit shorts. Like no one on God's green earth should ever wear those. Yeah, but he's true. got so much money, like he could just like cut half my suit off. And he's yeah. just jacked. And he bought so them for the whole team. He bought them yeah. for the whole, the whole team. team. Jr. Yeah. Smith, Kyle Korver, they're walking in with suit shorts. It was great. Like, but AB though, seriously, what? What, what's he trying to gain from this? That's what I don't understand. All you're doing at know, this point is care. hurting your chances. Like yesterday, there's a report that comes out that says few teams interested in AB. I'm like, oh, really? Thank you for that. As I if doubt. as if I thought he was getting signed tomorrow. There's no chance he is in no. the lead this year. No. Maybe next year or something. I don't He's know. He's got to get it together. And, no, he, yeah. I mean, all, this, like, all those accusations need to be cleared before I think any team 
takes a chance on him. So, yeah. And who knows if he plays. I mean, every player can say this, but he tweeted it out. It was the first tweet. Will not, quote, will not be playing in the NFL anymore. Like These owners choice. can cancel deals, do whatever they want at any time. We will see if the Players Association hold them accountable. Sad they can just void guarantees anytime going on 40 million, two months, uh, or yeah, 40 M, don't know. Two months, we'll see if they pay up. Yeah, like and that what is like the it, tweet? First off, he needs punctuation. Yeah, it's, it's a run on, it's a run Central on. Central Michigan education right there. Hey, don't, don't chirp the chips. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I hope my mom's listening because she would not like that. She's Did a she chip. Did she go there? Yeah, she's a Both she's my a parents chip. are and my brother. I know, fire up chips. I'm sorry. No, fire that, up. That was a low blow. That was a low blow. Go green, though. Same time. Go green. I, I do want to say hats off the uh, the Patriots because honestly, like when they when they signed hats AB, hats off to the Patriots. No, no, listen, let, let me explain this. They signed him, and then Robert Kraft said after the allegations came out, he said, "Had we known about this, we wouldn't have signed him." And then it's like, okay, well that's easy to say because you know twenty twenty hindsight. Now you got him on your team, and he had a great game, but then they released him. So there's some integrity there, I guess, uh, which we don't see from the Patriots all that often. And I wasn't expecting them to cut him because I, I have I think- my. I think it just became too big of a distraction, and, they're, and the Patriots are just like, hey, if it's a distraction, you're not on our team. Yeah, that's, that's what I think it was, because you could see when Belichick would be asked questions about an oppressor, yeah. he's walking off, or he's like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Like, bro, your team signed the guy. Right. Like, yeah. you have to talk about it. Sorry that you made this move. Yes. You should know what was going to happen with it, and I, yeah. de- I definitely agree. They thought it was, oh, it's too much of a distraction now, and moved on from it, but yeah, that's the AB news. He's going off. He's also screenshotted some pictures of uh, articles from a while ago about Shannon Sharp's uh, sexual assault, Ben Roethlisberger as well. He screenshotted those and then basically talked to those guys about, you guys had the same things I did. Whatever you want to say about that situation, he has tweeted that. And, he yeah, that is what he decided to do this He's Sunday going morning. at fan favorites, I guess. I mean, that's a great, great tactic. Yeah, I guess. I mean, go for the big internet personalities everyone loves. Everyone go for loves. it. Everyone Have at it. Everyone just forgets Big Ben was like a trash bag for about five years. No one just <laughs> talks about it. You know what? No, no one talks about it. It's wild. No, no, I agree. Yeah, that is wild. It not is a good wild. person. But yeah. don't come at Shay Sharp. You're not winning. You're not going to win. <laughs> don't come at Uncle Uncle Shay. You're not going to win. Shay Shay. That's what he calls himself. Right? Unk. Yeah. Um, yeah, Uncle Shay Shay. Oh, old Shay Shop. That's Trent, what this is called. So I, I watch that un- show every day. How do you watch how, that yeah, show every day? How you day? watch that? Um, I don't know. I think it's. I, I don't think it's, know. I, I, I don't know. It's Me just. Either. It's one of those things that I just kind of have it on when I work out. You know what I mean? It's okay, just, I was it's say, on. That was the most yeah. humble brag of all time. I just have it on when I'm hitting the gym. No biggie. Oh no, I don't hit a gym though. I just work out my room and I have it on. I'm it's, telling you, Trent's all, the most humble guy. I think I said something the other day about like <laughs> Trent's whole family is just high key jacked. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, you know, it's just eating right and a good metabolism. No, like, it's like genetics. It's genetics. Like, yeah. We're not going down this road. <laughs> but thank you. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. So I got to ask. Moving on from AB, how was everyone's weekend? It felt really weird being on campus without a game being here. I feel yeah. like we've just after three weeks. Yeah, started yeah. out with three weeks of games. It was different. That's how it is though. When the start of the year, you're like, oh, we have a football game every Saturday. That's yeah. how you feel after like you have those first three like cupcake games slash a horrible loss at Arizona State but you that's how it feels when you got that first order it's a nice little change of pace you're like oh I can sleep in on a Saturday or yeah. something like that but, did you sleep in on your Saturday no I did not I woke <laughs> up at five in the morning and went to Northwestern it was a good time though can we also can could you share the story of what happened okay. Friday night so the <laughs> night the night before the night before I'm trying to go to bed Slash watching like the Friday night football games because Utah and USC was playing. So I'm in my bed, no shirt on, whatever. That I, I need to preface. Well, yeah, this you're sleeping. Yeah, yeah, I'm you're sleeping. sleeping. Whatever. 
and the fire alarm goes off. I checked like all the floors. I'm like, oh, there's no fire. I see that someone pulled the fire alarm. So I'm like, oh, someone's going to come here and fix this. And I'm like, whatever. I'll be able to go to bed. I get a knock on my door. It's like a, like a guy from the fire department screams at me. He's like, why are you in here? You have to leave now. There's a, what, you don't hear the fire alarm? I'm like, there's no fire though. Like, I'm just trying to, he just like yells at me. I'm like, okay. He intimidated me like so hard. <laughs> just absolutely alphaed me. So I went outside like, and maybe the most atrocious outfit ever. I had no shirt on because I was so like scared. I was about to like burnt on fire. I go outside and there's like 50 people out there and I'm the only one with no shirt on. And it's the most uncomfortable situation of all time. Were, you, like, get, were you getting chirped? I was getting shirt from all the people in the, like, the Eden Rock balconies <laughs> at Cedar Village. They're like, hey, man, what are you doing? You look like an idiot. I'm like, I know, I know. If anyone so, knows the layout of Cedar Village, they just died laughing. Yeah, so I so I basically just walked to my friend's house. and I'm like, dude, I need a shirt. I had no <laughs> shoes on. I had, like, the worst pants I've ever owned on. What shirt did he give you? I don't know. Some, like, I... Yeah, like I he was like going in my closet. It was like all fancy shirts. I'm like, dude, I'm not taking like a button up shirt. I just need a tea. Yeah, I, I just need, need a, a I need a hot tea and got a hot tea. Looked pretty good actually. <laughs> might it might not give it back. Got a hot tea. <laughs> might not might not give it back. It's a fresh shirt. <laughs> what? Well, I, love it. It. I just picture it. like the firefighter come. Have you seen that meme or that video or the gif or whatever on Twitter of like the kid like a little kid in juvie or whatever? He's like laying in the bed, and the like cops come out to get him, and he like gets up and starts crying yeah, and yelling yeah. at him. That's that what was, I picture. That's like <laughs> that I love it. I love that. That's a good meme because it's always like that meme always is followed by like ESPN waking up Stephen A. Smith to report like news at like two yeah. thirty in the morning. That stuff makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, it's great, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good well, stuff. We're going to move on to what else we got in the show. Uh, got a lot going on today, talking some MSU football. We got Sparty Awards, MSU Volleyball. A big interview with uh, someone on the club rugby, club rugby team. I cannot speak. Uh, player interview there. That's going to be a big one. We're talking the NCAA and the new California bill that has been proposed. Uh, MSU football again, heading into the homecoming game against Indiana. The Lions, and then finally our NFL picks that we've been doing. So we got a lot going on. Keep up with us. You can call in 5 Five one seven four three two three eight nine three. Text in at five one seven eight eight four eighty nine eighty nine, or tweet us at WDBM Sports with the hashtag GW Report. We'll be tweeting all day. Follow us along. Tweet your thoughts because we got a lot to talk about, and I'm sure you want to say something about it. So we'll move on first to Michigan State football. A win this weekend at Northwestern. Headed over to Evanston to play the Wildcats. They won thirty one to ten. The final score there. Quick stats for you. Lewerke, 18 for 31, 228 yards, three touchdowns. Most importantly, though, no interceptions for Lewerke. Collins, the running back, 17 carries, 76 yards and a touchdown. And Stewart, one of the star guys of the night, five receptions, or the afternoon, five receptions, 77 yards. And for Northwestern, quarterback Hunter Johnson, 15 of 26, 88 yards and a pick. Game against Northwestern, a big win for the Spartans after falling to Arizona State just a week ago. Huge, huge home loss to Arizona State. Needed a bounce-back win and felt like an easy one in Northwestern. I mean, they're a good, not great team, but one that you kind of you kind of look for on the schedule and say that's probably a win that we can get. I mean, they said that the past three years. Uh, oh, Northwestern, that's a win. Nope. Yeah. So, I mean, to get that monkey off your back, to finally beat Northwestern, the senior class has never beat Northwestern. You saw Raekwon Williams after the game, who's a Chicago, Chicago, what was that? <laughs> Chicago native, 
like basically like hyped. He was hyped up about it, like giving high fives to all the fans and stuff. There's a lot of Michigan State people there. It was a good win. All facets of the game was pretty good. Special teams, there's a couple things they need to work on, but if you really look at it, it's probably the bounce back you like wanted to see if you're a Michigan State football fan. Yeah, after last week, <clears throat> excuse me, you look ahead to this week and you think, you know, this is a game where you can start to snowball and try to get some things together because when you have a loss to Arizona State in week three of your season, it's easy to just check out, man. Like, just like, okay, this team's done. Because if you mm-hmm. lose to them and then you come into this week and lose to the Wildcats, then you're already staring down a 2016-type year because if you can't beat Arizona State, then you can't beat Northwestern. I mean, can you beat Indiana? Can you beat Illinois, for crying out loud? So it was good to get this win. Uh, I think there's a lot of good takeaways. We'll probably get into that. But uh, overall, uh, congrats, Mark D'Antonio. Of course, we got to mention that. Um, but I, I thought the, the offense looked good enough to win, uh, but it's got to improve. Obviously, you got Ohio State coming up. You got Michigan coming up. Yeah, Wisconsin coming up. Exactly. Wisconsin, we saw what they did to Michigan yesterday, just Jesus. dismantled it. By the way, Michigan, no excuses. I mean, you had two, yeah. yeah, but you had two weeks to prepare for no, that, that game, like, and, and you didn't know what they were going to do. It wasn't even that. They just got, after that fumble on the first drive, they like it, they went fumble, and then I think Wisconsin did, took three plays to score their next drive. It was yeah. kind of like, oh boy. Here let me we go. let me give you. A I mean, crazy Michigan's stat. offense stinks. Their it, offense is horrible. Their offensive scheme is not good. It's yeah. this, it's like Michigan State's offensive scheme. They're all they were talking about like players in space. They have the probably the best wide receiver core in the Big Ten, and they don't utilize it at all. You see that at the end of the game in garbage time. Nico Collins, Tariq Black, and right. Donovan People Jones going up and making incredible catches. Why don't you see that in the first half? I don't know. Jim yeah. Harbaugh, Gad has got to figure that out. There. I just don't understand, and not to get too far into the Harbaugh thing, but I just don't get how you're a you're a quarterback guru. That's apparently his calling card. That's what he does, and for him to not have. A better scheme or a better personnel at off like at quarterback. I just don't get it. But Michigan nine fumbles through nine quarters of football. They've lost six of them. That, that, that's just that's wild. Crazy. I mean, that's, no, that that's, is, that's, that's insane. I think they lost seven because they lost two yesterday. Probably. Yeah, but, but so, I just remember insane. after the first quarter they'd played nine quarters of football. And they had nine fumbles. It's tough because imagine you th- your team doing that. You thought this offense for Michigan was going to be their calling card this year because they lost so much on defense right. last year. Yeah. They lost like a ton. Yeah. So you think Shea Patterson year two at Michigan step up? Yeah, yeah. And you got Josh Gaddis, and you're like, hey, big plays in open spaces. Right. Not happening. Nope. But let's dip back to Michigan State. This is a Michigan State. Yeah. Radio, <laughs> it's a radio station. State. Yeah. But I, I do agree, and I think there are some similarities between Michigan and Michigan State, and where they're at, especially with the quarterbacks. Yes. I mean, Lewerke was supposed to have the same natural step up in another year, and obviously he had suffered from a shoulder injury. But again, this year, come back from a shoulder injury, supposed to be. You know, better than you were, and I definitely think in some areas he has gotten a little bit better, decision making slightly better. He can put some balls in better places, but there are still areas where there clearly yes. is an improvement. Especially from him. in the Big Ten, looking ahead at the schedule, you got to be better. Got to be better. I, I thought he was good yesterday, personally. Oh, he was. He was. He was. He, good. Was. he, was, I, I, he didn't make any mistakes, really. I saw something. We were on the ride back from Northwestern. I, I forgot in the car who said it. It was like, hey, they got Todd McShay has Brian Lorty as the fifth best quarterback going into this draft. Which I don't see at all. No, I, well, I, mean, I, I could, Brian yeah. Lewerke is a good college quarterback. He's got he's the a potential. one to two. He's a one one read guy. If his one read's not there, he he struggles a little bit. When he's able to work through his progressions, I maybe can see that. And you saw that at the end of the second half when he was they were looking to go downfield and he just found the crossing guys down the middle of the middle of the field. And there was a lot of stuff I liked what they did on the offensive end, but their offensive line looked good for the first time in maybe two years. 
and they're banged up bad. Yeah. The interior yeah. of that offensive line played really good, which is a huge sign for this Michigan State offense. Maybe it's Northwestern because they looked horrible and they don't they don't they I they might not make a bowl this year, which is pretty surprising to see out of the Pat Fitzgerald team. But I, I, I that that's a good sign if you're a Michigan State football fan to see the playmaking ability of Elijah Collins and improvement on along this offensive line. It's definitely a building block. And that I guess that's all you looked at this game and that's really all you can hope to get out of it, right? Because it's a game you should win, right? There's really no excuse if yeah. you lose. So go in there, run some good things, get something going because coming up, man, you gotta be better. I like, that's the, that's truly the scary thing and the thing that I, I kind of took from this game is that you look at it as a building block, but there's not that much time to build. You look ahead in the yeah. schedule, Indiana's the homecoming game, but then it's Ohio State. Just saw Wisconsin the other day. That's not an easy game and that's in Madison, Penn State, you take a little break with Illinois, but then Michigan, Rutgers, and so on and so forth. There's not enough time anymore to keep working and keep improving. And honestly, I don't know if there is an ability to improve. And that was kind of my question I want to pose to both of you, because as I'm watching this game, I kind of feel like this might be what this Michigan State offense is just going to be. A team that can move the ball decently, can come out on a first drive, get it going, kind of suffer through two to two or so quarters, and then in the fourth maybe put up a couple more touchdowns. But this offense was good. They came out first drive, looked well, Lewerke looked good, and then for two, two quarters, kind of didn't finish off drives. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say for one quarter. In the second quarter, they were horrible. They were snake-bitten by penalties. They made a little, like, they didn't make good adjustments once Northwestern adjusted to what Michigan State was doing. People want to say, like, up-tempo, whatever. That That's why the first drive was so successful. I, I just I think there was there was snake been on those three drives, but they figured it out. Looking at we go forward into the teeth of the schedule once they go to Ohio State and then to Wisconsin. The thing that's got to be better, they got to be able to make plays downfield because they 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 have no big playability right now. Yeah, you, you re, yeah they haven't broke off probably one play over fifty yards maybe yeah. like for and especially for a touchdown like you, you got to be able to take shots downfield and that's something you saw from Brian working in his sophomore year and you haven't seen it since so i don't know maybe they're holding back some stuff for future opponents but they got to figure out a way where they can stretch the field with Cody White and Daryl Seward. Cody White played probably his best game of the year yesterday. He was really good. He did. I would like to think that they are holding something back because it just looks so vanilla. Not to be not to use the cliche, but I mean it's it, you I, I, you to your point about Lewerke with the one read guy. Yeah, he is. I, he yeah, is. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I, I think that's when you look to your coaching staff and your offensive scheme to scheme some guys open and just kind of work with what you got at that point. And I think we saw that a lot yesterday because he was getting the ball out faster than we've seen in the past. But obviously, and I keep going back to this, that's a far cry from where you have to be. Let's not act like the Big Ten isn't murderous row this year. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, we talked about it all through before the season even began. The Big Ten is going to be just everyone beats up on each other. And we already saw that yesterday with Wisconsin beating Michigan. And if you told me that was going to happen before the season started, I would say, all right, who's winning the Big Ten? I will say this. I wish they would utilize Brian Lewerke's legs a little bit more. He is I, an athlete. He He's is. an athlete. And you saw that. Assault. They, they, you, you see him get out of the pocket every once in a while. I just wish they would have a little bit more creativity with his running ability because he is capable of doing that. He is. I def- And that's where they need to be capitalized on because he's not he's not your pocket passer. Right. He's not throwing, he's not making accurate. all the plays downfield. You have field. to work with accurate. what you have, exactly. and he actually is an above-average running quarterback. Yes. Especially... And I mean, yeah, against a team like Northwestern, whose defense is not bad. So, 
th- that would have been something that was nice to see yesterday. But, you know, overall, Lewerke, 60% completions, 228 yards, and, and no interceptions, no mistakes. Uh, he found his tight end twice. Those are just things you like to see because it, it's just at least a confidence builder for him and for the team as a whole, honestly. I definitely – that was the biggest key for me is that – Especially for White and Stewart, maybe plays not downfield, but a lot of good catches, a lot of good yeah. balls across slant routes, crossing routes. Those two looked good. Those look like those. Those are the reliable guys. Continuity those, in football is a huge thing. If you get exactly. a guy going, it boosts his confidence. Then you can go back to him. Once you see it happen, it makes it a lot easier to c- continue that. Exactly. And I've been ragging on the tight ends, but I mean, Cyber really stepped out and became a nice red zone target for Lewerke. Like the way he was playing, and I definitely think these are all things. That as you go into these bigger games, if you're able to move the ball downfield, the problem for Michigan State has been not being able to finish off drives. Yep. Nope. Yep. And, I mean, it was a problem last year. Mm-hmm. And this last game, I mean, if if this is what's going to continue and they can at least finish off a couple of drives, this is enough to at least keep you in a game. Now you just got to take that next step. The thing Michigan State, I l- was very happy with their offensive steam was maybe their use of the middle of the field because they 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 figured out hey. Like, we got to give Lewerke some time in the pocket, and necessarily, they try too many of those, like, out routes yeah. that are tough throws, that are low percentage completions. When you get your tight ends going, like, they had, like, Siebert. Is it Seibert or Siebert? Someone's got to tell me that. Sherbert. I think it's Seibert. <laughs> Sherbert. I have no idea. It's it's one of those names. I'm going to say Seibert, but... I think it is. Yeah, but they he worked the middle of the field great. You need someone like that. They haven't had someone like that since... Josiah Price, yeah, and you really need, though, yeah, you re- and that's if you want to run the offense, Michigan State runs with a like read option up tempo. You need a guy. You see Oklahoma, they're great utilizing yeah. their tight ends. You see Mark Andrews in the NFL right now, crushing it. Well, yeah, so, it's, yeah. it's a vertical offense, like you said, using the middle of the field. And yeah. when you want to take a shot, take the right shot. No, yeah, and people after your spread offense doesn't involve tight ends. It does involve. Oh, one hundred percent. You can so, involve two. Yeah, that's what I'm two saying. Two tight end sets. Got, yeah, y- y- the tight end position. Stepped up a little bit yesterday, and that's another positive, even though it wasn't an overwhelming offensive performance. And Northwestern stinks, so they're not good. They're <laughs> to not sum good. it up, yeah. All, yeah, definitely offense looked great. A lot of things to improve on. The biggest question mark, I think, coming out of this is got to be Matt Coughlin. I, Coughlin? I, Coughlin, Coughlin. Tom, you know, Tom so, Coughlin. Something along the lines <laughs> of that. He's missing no, I, kicks. I got you. It's, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> is, what, is what I'm getting at. Is, and I don't know. I think it's something to worry about because it, it's not like he's missing them. Left, right, couple Shank. of these shanking Talk about shanking. I, we had a weird view from the press box, so I didn't see the one he missed yesterday. But I will tell you the wind was brutal yesterday. He was The wind was behind his back, though, when he missed that kick. So I will say that. But I, I don't think he's the type of kid who did in his head, just seeing his track record the past two years, and him being able to hit some big kicks. Yeah. If you go back to ASU, he made that kick when they had 12 guys on the field. Yep. Like that that was a high pressure situation, came out, absolutely drilled one, and your and his coaching staff let him down. But I, I wouldn't worry about Codlin just yet. But it, I, you just don't want it to become a mental thing if you're no. a Michigan State fan. That's like the worst case scenario. Well, with Coglin, for me, it's one of those things where I wouldn't be so negative about it if mm-hmm. it was once or twice. Because like you said, when there's wind and you're playing outside, you can excuse some of these things because it is college. It's not the NFL. They're not professionals. They're not playing in domes, things like that. But it's it's becoming a trend, and that's what I'm scared of. Because, if, it, like I said, if it had happened once or twice up to this point in the season, you'd be like, all right, all right, whatever. It's a fluke thing, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, big kid. I mean, Arizona State all day long. I, I know he hit the one when it counted, and then, of course, it yeah, didn't count. And then he shanked it. And then he shanked the next one. But 
we forget he did, he missed two before that, correct? Yes. He so it, it's like, dude, what are you doing? You know, at some point you're on this team to put the ball through the uprights, and in it's the, crazy. I mean, in the NFL, I don't mean to keep bringing bring up the NFL, but you'll lose your job if you're doing. Yeah, that. Yeah, well, the NFL is different. It's, yeah. I mean, college special teams is an absolute joke yeah, if you like go along like across the line, but. You thought Codlin was maybe going to be a national kicker of the year candidate yeah. after the first two games, and yeah. it's crazy how two weeks changed that. So changes, I, I, wouldn't, yeah. I, I wouldn't be too concerned with Codlin, but it, it's something that creeps in the back of your head. Like maybe when you get by the 30, you're like, do we go for it or right. let him get a shot yep. from like And that's what I think yet. for a team that struggles so much on the offensive end, you're going to need him to hit field goals or yes. to even to just to have that in your back pocket of knowing, all right, we can either go for it or have somebody who can yeah. kick it. The fact that now that option's taken away – He's going to feel that. The offense is going to feel that. It just causes a whole lot of hesitation and a lot of just uh, – I'm trying to think of the word for it, but just bad feelings yeah. between the entire team. You, and you'll start contradicting yourself as yeah. well. I will say this. you Like you said, you need your special teams and your defense to help this offense as much as you can. Yep. And you saw your defense finally turn the ball over for you. That's something they yep. haven't been able to do. They, this defense has been very, very, very good. But they haven't had that one big turnover. Put the they ball had, back in the offense's yeah, hands. They had a couple. They had a couple yep. yesterday. Dude, Josiah, Joe Bocci. Okay, yeah, Joe Bocci. Unbelievable. Probably be the national player of the week in for defense. He was that dude's insane. That play where it was like they had the goal line stand down at Northwestern, yep. where he literally yep. just caught the guy and said, like, "I do way more bicep curls than right. you." Yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. throw <laughs> you that's down. what it, that is yeah. exactly yeah, what it came like, down to. He's like, "You see me at Powerhouse Gym? I'm killing it." Like that. That's <laughs> the, that's that's what he was like, but. You need your defense and special teams to help this offense as much as you can. That's just flat out. And that's the one reason you are concerned about Codlin because you get to the 30-yard line, you're, do we go for it or do we give them a 42-yard mm-hmm. field goal to maybe try? And while the defense does have to help out the offense, that's also the biggest problem for this team because you're asking the defense to do way too much uh, at the end of the day. Because I, I And I don't want to bring up last year, but last year uh, Michigan State's offense, I think, averaged 17 points per game and the defense held opponents to 18. So it's like... If the defense is holding teams to 18 points a game, you should be able to win, right? It's three touchdowns and you you win the game. I I just don't I don't understand. It, it's 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 tough because you're asking the defense to do way too much, and sometimes I think Michigan State struggles with too much reliance on what. Obviously, this defense is elite, but at some point, your offense has got to score points. Yeah, I yeah, it, you're right. That's the bottom line. You know, know what I was laughing about? Brandon Sowards coming back on a punt returning and being aggressive and playing very well after yeah. all the flack he caught last year. I think my dad wanted him like murdered. I don't like, <laughs> yeah, like not to be like too crass, but like my dad was like wanted his hat and he was a psycho about it. But Brandon Sowards, he looked. It was funny. I think Colin Pouncey, the writer for the Athletic, goes, Brandon Sowards, so look at your Twitter now. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's good now because he made an aggressive plays because Cody White struggled in the special teams early, but. Uh, it's. You, I think Julian said this right when we got into the radio room today. It's hard to tell what this game really means because Northwestern looked so bad. Mm-hmm. They were just so bad. I was like, Fitz, really? It is. It's a. Come it's on, a bad Fitz. game. I just think go Cats. Come on. Okay. Fitz. And it's not even like I don't. I don't blame it all on Northwestern necessarily being bad, but they. I mean, they're going through a change. You. you Their know, offense Thorson's, is terrible. They don't have Thorson anymore. Johnson is still a newish guy trying to learn an offense, trying to get confidence within himself. And you can tell that it's not a guy that they can work with throwing the ball yet downfield. He hasn't doesn't have the trust within himself. And I just think right now, like, give, give Northwestern maybe another year or two years and probably be back at the same level they were. I think they're disappointed because he Hunter Johnson's one of those guys who's like elite 11, 
National Player of the Year, best player in Indiana, goes to Clemson. I was at Clemson. And then he transfers, and you're like, oh, we got the truth. And then he comes to Northwestern, and he's not playing with guys like – he's not playing with T. Higgins. Okay, like yeah, yeah. A, so <laughs> really, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're you're not gonna have those same benefits that maybe he would have had at Clemson. So, they, I, yeah, Northwestern they're bad. They're just not. Their offensive scheme. They sucks. are, but at the it's end of the so day, bad. it's a it's a three touchdown win for the Spartans. You gotta feel good. Brian Lewerke again didn't make many mistakes. It's got to be better. To, to beat a dead yeah. horse, it's got to be better. I'm just saying it now because if they come in and play that way, even against like. If, if yeah. Michigan State plays the way they did yesterday against Ohio State, they're still going to lose by two or three scores. I wouldn't go that far. Two or three? It could, I, it could be I, more than that. No way. That They did not play that bad. That's a bad team. No, no, I'm not saying Their they played bad. I'm just so saying, good. oh, it is. But, North, yeah, I will I say this. We'll Michigan State's linebacking there. core this year with Antoine Simmons, Joe Bocci, and Tyree Thompson is probably the best linebacking core say. D'Antonio's had since maybe like Eric Gordon and Greg Jones and like, yeah. like way back in 2010. Absolutely, stu- Antoine Simmons shoots the gap faster than any linebacker Michigan State's had in a very long time. Joe Bocci's just so sure and so sound, and then Tariq Thompson makes plays. He's a guy who's able to turn the ball over, and he gets his hand. He's a good ball hawking linebacker. His defense is good. That yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's yeah. not the question. <laughs> it's, that's pretty much all it sums up to be. This defense is really good, it's top so, in the nation, probably best in the nation. Yeah, it's honestly. so boring. Like it's just boring. The watch, you're like, oh. It is a little bit. Like, when Northwestern was at the goal, I'm like, ooh, let's make this a little interesting. Let's yeah. see what happens. And they're like, actually, no. Nope. It's, like, <laughs> it's yeah. over. It's just trying to run up We're the gut like four again. times. Yeah. Good night. But a good win for Michigan State against Northwestern. A good bounce back win. Indiana's coming to town for homecoming. We'll get into that in our MSU Part 2 later on in the show. We're going to head to a quick break. On the other side of this, we got an interview with a club rugby player. Find out who it is right after this. Impact 89 FM. Bringing you sports updates this Sunday and every Sunday. This is the Impact Sports Update. Michigan State football traveled to Ryan Field in Evanston, Illinois yesterday afternoon, defeating the Northwestern Wildcats 31-10. The victory marked Coach Mark D'Antonio's 110th win, making him the winningest coach in the school's history passing up legendary coach Duffy Dutchery. The Spartans prepare to host Indiana in their homecoming game this Saturday at 3.30. MSU Volleyball made a good showing this past weekend in the Western Michigan Inventational, winning all three of their matches. The Spartans took care of Auburn and IUPUI before sweeping the Western Michigan Broncos on Saturday. The Spartans begin conference play this week, visiting Penn State this Wednesday. Match begins at 8 p.m. The MSU men's soccer team fell to their in-state rival Friday night, losing 1-0 to the Western Michigan Broncos. Western Michigan's Charlie Sharp scored the lone goal of the match in the 32nd minute. The Spartans look to get their first win of the season as they host number 16 Notre Dame at home Tuesday night. Game starts at 7 p.m. I'm Henry Menegos with your Impact Sports Updates. For more, visit impact89fm.org. Boom. Welcome back to the Green and White Report. I love our new sports updates. Shout out Stern. Shout Stern. out Stern. It's incredible. It's, I, I love yeah. it. Guy's unreal. He's Nothing's got the better. best voice I've ever heard. 
nothing's better. But back to the Green and White Report. We got an interview, big time interview with MSU club rugby player, my co-floor. If you don't know, I'm an RA, so she is on the girl side of the floor. One of my favorite people, Sophie Lamphere, to the show. Welcome her in. Sophie's a sophomore neuroscience major and is in her second year on the MSU women's rugby team. Sophie, how you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Well, it's great to have you here. I was really excited because you were telling me about the rugby team, came out to a game yesterday. Just really excited to have you here. So I think it's going to be a really cool interview. I know you said you were nervous, but don't worry. Yes, yeah, my first time being on the radio, so uh, kind of crazy. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's All a good we, time. Yeah, He makes time. it easy for you. Just you know. Oh, Wait, oh. Julian, you went to a game? How? What was it like? Where, it was, where are the games it at? It was crazy. The games are behind um, It's uh, Hubbard Hall. Oh, yeah. it's behind Hubbard? Yeah, yeah. So you know, Lot 91, yeah. Yeah. there's oh, like literally okay. a field. I didn't know it was like right there. Oh. It's right next to the parking lot. Service Field is, is what it's called. But no, it was awesome. It was cool. I honestly have no idea what was going on. In, like I know a few <laughs> things. No clue. But there were some points where like people would be tackled and on the ground. And I'm like, okay, football, stop the play. And they're just like running over this girl. And I'm like, someone <laughs> save her. <laughs> it's a tough sport, bro. It is like, a people, tough sport. People don't really get it. Well, I, the only thing I know about rugby is like that one Friends episode where Ross plays rugby. And that's like the worst thing to ever like, say. I know <laughs> nothing about rugby, but that's the only but thing I know about it. you got it from Friends. It, yeah. Wow. Not wow. even that big of a Friends guy, but I'm just saying it's a good episode. Sorry. Great show. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sophie, we're going to ask you a question. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so first, simple, easy. Want to get your sports background. What sports did you play growing up? And then prior to coming to MSU, as we get your full story of how you made it to rugby. All right. So uh, growing up, um, I played soccer my whole life. Um, that was just because my parents, my dad really wanted me to play soccer. Um and then I also sailed with my family. Um, we're a big sailing family. We have a boat um, at the Detroit Yacht Club. Ooh, um, that so, fancy. <laughs> yeah, and then um, in high school, I ran cross country. Um, and then I also dabbled in snowboarding a little bit. Dabbled. Um, dabbled. Good, good word. Good word. Good <laughs> yeah. word. Good word. Um, and then kind of combining all those things, um, coming into college, um, I wanted to play soccer, um, but then realized that soccer didn't really have the um, – aggression i was looking for <laughs> too many um, red cards or what yeah exactly yeah. too many red cards so um what position did you play just curious um i was outside men cool so that's where the All cross the country place. came in yeah. yeah um so then um i studied in south africa um this pat not this summer but the summer previous um and that's a big hub for rugby and so that kind of got me thinking about rugby and then um, I went and looked into participation, um, which I am a huge fan of, big supporter, because that's how I found rugby and came out to a practice and changed my life. Spartific- how do you say it again? Participation. It's participation, but participation. I will say yeah. that going to the Breslin for that, it might be the hottest place on oh, God's green earth. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Last, gotta, for oh. me, it was in that big field. Yeah, well, you're a sophomore, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Last year it was in the big field, right? Yep, and this year me. was too. Yeah, Awful. I had it at the Breslin for one year. That, gotcha. was, that was horrible. I went for five minutes. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is a great It's a great event. That's how I found Impact. Yeah. That's how I found yeah. it. Boom. Way to make it here. And so you kind of touched on it, but that level of aggression, that toughness for you is kind of what, what brought you out. So in terms of practicing, the level of play, what you have to do, how does rugby kind of compare to all of the other sports you play or what really makes it so much different? So I guess kind of crazy because it is really different than um, any other sport. People can compare it to football, but football, we have pads and we can yeah. like throw forward versus rugby. A lot more kind of rules and just the aggression is so intense. Um, and then I guess comparing it to soccer, um, soccer, yeah, you 
get red carded, yellow carded really easily. Um, rugby, it's really if you're tackling the neck or you're pulling hair or you're biting people, you're going to get a card. But um, other than that, anything goes. Who, who do you guys like play? Do you play teams around the Big Ten and stuff? Do you guys have like a conference? Or? Yeah, so we play in the Big Ten conference. Um, last weekend we played, or actually yesterday we played Purdue, um, and then two weeks ago we played Notre Dame, and then okay. this weekend is Michigan. Does every team in the Big Ten have a women's rugby team? They do, yes. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so it depends. Some uh, teams have two, like an A and a B team, um, and then we have an A and B, a B team as well. Um, but yeah, we play the Big Ten conference, and then – Depending on how we place in that conference, um, we get to go to nationals and compete in like just yeah the national oh, rankings. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, seems fun. Yeah. It's big time. It's big time. And I was at the game, like I said, against uh, Purdue yesterday. And the biggest thing, like I want to ask you, I want to know about for the people who do play is there were a lot. Of, there were a couple of scary injuries in that game. Uh, I think it was a, a cop, broken neck or clavicle or something along those what? lines. Yeah. Someone had to be you a know broken clavicle. Yeah. It was it was crazy and it's weird because Service Field has this like dip on the side so like she went down and I'm like what's happening and then ambulance rolls see, in yeah. some couple of rolled ankles I think a knee or something like that yeah. but just a couple of scary injuries and obviously like you said you guys are playing with no pads no protection so for someone who kind of just walked into this sport does it ever does the thought ever cross your mind of how dangerous rugby is and that you're you're going out with no pads no protection this isn't like you have an athletic scholarship or medical insurance like yep. You're going out there playing for fun and risking injury. So um, my mom threw a fit when I told her that I was playing rugby. Um, she wasn't too happy about it. Uh, I mean, she's super supportive now, but I, yes, it is super dangerous. Um, we do have to get um, sipped. Um, it's kind of like a rugby insurance thing. Um, really? So that they do like help cover the cost. Um, but yeah, coming into it, like, so my first experience playing rugby um, was last year. We traveled out to Penn State. Um, and I was sitting on the sidelines. It's maybe like my third week of rugby. Yeah. Um, and this one girl tears her ACL and they're like, all right, Sophie, go in. And I was like, oh, I'm going in. She just <laughs> tore her. Well, right. So you're it, like, her knee is the her, other her way. Knee. And now <laughs> I have to go <laughs> in. That's yeah. mortifying. Yeah. That's pretty scary. So it is kind of like, um, that like terrifying feeling, but it, that's where the adrenaline comes in, and like that's where like my love for the sport comes in because the feeling of hitting a girl sounds kind of crazy, but like <laughs> just that kind of contact. Um, I'm taking a lot of classes right now, and I get really stressed out, and it's just a good like, yeah you, release. Yeah, frustration. Go just, hit some yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, yeah. hit yeah, some. Those people. are the kind of people. I mean, not, I I don't want to be that guy that just compares rugby to football all the time. But you're going to be. But no, those are the kind of. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, people is. like you who just love to hit people are the kind of guys that you draft in the NFL. Yeah. Right. Like that's the mindset. Yeah. Exactly. Does that does that Gritty. upset you? By the way, like when people just their go to thing with rugby is just like, oh, it's like football. Yeah, I mean it does. I'm mean, it, like like I European make, football. Like, that's yeah, like exactly. what they call well, it. Your your shirt says women's rugby football club. So what is that? Why does it say football in it? That's a great question. Um, Good I, question, Collins. Yeah. <laughs> Observation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess like I don't necessarily really know the answer to it, but I know <laughs> that um, Michigan State. That's how they want us to represent like our club. Um, yeah. It does kind of simplize the idea of rugby because a lot of people don't know what rugby is so like it's kind of like helps them connect that idea to football and then the rugby part comes in without the pads and the all the other like countless rules so that's a great question I have to look uh, into oh thank it. you yeah that, that's, a, that, that's <laughs> the, thank you Kyle's appreciate a big j journalist yeah right there but then the, so speaking of the injuries what's the worst injury that you've ever had playing 
Um, so thank goodness um, I haven't really done much um, in nationals last week or last year. Um, I sprained my ankle. Some girl just fell on it weird um, and then strained my PCF um, ligament. It's just my ankle. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot of like tendons and PCF. crazy things. Did you play through it? Do you keep playing? Uh, I tried to. Uh, I played for like another like three minutes and then just laid on the ground. And then somebody dragged mm. me off. Literally mm. dragged me off the field and the just game kept playing. So okay. um, no mercy, huh? No mercy. But as looking into like um, the injuries that I think like the, are the worst that I've experienced, or, like I've seen. Um, again, the um, ACL tear. Um, actually, Yuck. yesterday. Um, I'm going to um, flaunt a little bit. I got new cleats. Um, oh, no biggie. Yeah, so. What brand? Uh, Nike. Are you brand loyal to Nike? <laughs> Nike what? Okay, what is this? Okay, no, no, I'm just, I'm a huge, huge <laughs> Nike brand right. loyal. <laughs> Sorry. No, but so yesterday, um, there's this thing called gator rolling where like you can like grab somebody and flip them up, like upside down. Ooh. And some girl tried to do that to me and I like my leg flew in the air and kicked one of my girls in the face. So I'm flaunting the cleats just because like they're kind of sharp. I dull it all. Kicked her right in the eyeball and just she had to get stitches all around her eye Ugh. and her eyeballs bloody Oof. messed up. This, so. this this might be like the dumbest question you're gonna get asked. Do people do you guys actually wear rugby shirts or is that just like why are they called rugby shirts? I, I this is just a wild question. I don't know why. Is that Explain to me what a rugby shirt is. Like do you the know collar, what I'm talking? Yeah, like, the collar, the the stripes, like the green and white stripes. Is that a yeah, rugby? Yeah. So our um we don't have a collar. Um the boys I believe do, but yeah. we don't have one because they're easy to grab. Oh, okay. Um so. Um, we are looking into New Jersey's. Um, that was a dumb question. Sorry. No, not a dumb question. We have stripes on our shirts, yeah, too. Man, we have striped yeah. jerseys. Um, jerseys so. are fire. Are they? I need one. Yeah. I need one. Jerseys <laughs> are great. <laughs> it's really good. So, you know, through playing this, what's one thing this sport has kind of made you realize about yourself? I mean, this is a completely different thing that not a lot of people take part in. And a lot of people, you know, basketball taught me so much. Soccer. But, like, you're playing something no one has ever played, and it's a different level of aggression and what you have to be in terms of an athlete and a person. So for you, what have you learned in your time playing rugby? So um, I guess I have to go right to, like, my team. Um, I have never had the, like, this kind of, like, camaraderie in any sport I've ever played. Um, like, we do, like, I ran cross country. That's, like, a one-man sport in a way. Um, soccer, yes, you have a team. But, like, with this team, um, you rely so heavily on each other to make plays and to literally like, keep yourself protected. Um, like we're so easily like if you mess something up, like you can get injured. Like if you play like foolish, you can get injured. And so I'm putting my life on the line to like save my girls and like also win the sport, win the game. So definitely this kind of camaraderie and like family. It is literally a family for me. Okay, you and Julian are both RA. What floor are you guys RAs at on the Acre? fifth floor? Okay, what is West. one thing Julian does as an RA that is not good? Is he not? Is he just like? <laughs> give a, I, don't, I don't know. What What is one downfall of Julian's RA skills? Well, I think Julian is a fabulous RA. Oh, there um, we go. Okay. However, fabulous. How, what? However, there be no however, however, however. <laughs> um, we do these things called door decks, like door decorations. Um, yeah. It's where you put okay. your name <laughs> on your door. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and Julian's, um, I don't know what you were going for, some sort of... Um, okay, You, in fairness, you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I haven't. What movie? What movie? Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, well, that's great. Yo, I saw it well, on Pinterest. However, <laughs> those who have not seen the movie, it looks like a uh, dead cactus in a bowl. That's what his... Um... I, ma I basically made little Groots. So I made oh, okay. yellow pots and then a brown Was tree. it Baby Groot? Yeah, it was Groot? Baby Groot. Oh, that's hype. But 
Yeah, that is. Yeah. I am cruel. I saw it on Pinterest. Awesome. I'm not a good artist. I will say I that kinda... all those door decorations <laughs> when you like come in, some of them are horrible. Like, Guys, at, mine, like, mine were soccer clubs, like like English soccer clubs. It, it, it was yeah, it was Man City. Oh yeah, that's oh. stupid. And I, I don't like one. Man City. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Soccer's stupid. I, I know Sorry. the I know the man who put those uh, up. Oh, you did? Can't, can't slanderize. Oh, man. I know I know the man. Whoa, 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 whoa. What about Man City? <laughs> he was a great RA. Nothing. Oh. Hey, what about Hikaru? Man City? Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, well, Hikaru, we're talking about rugby. Hop off Sorry, the mic. sorry. Yeah. Rugby's cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but biggest thing about this team, and we, you know, we got to talk about the fact that this team is nationally ranked, one of the best teams on campus. We're being honest, people don't know about. Y'all defeated Notre Dame, I think, what, a week, two weeks ago now. Yeah. I mean, what was that win like? I know you said you haven't, you all haven't beaten Notre Dame in a while and so long. So what was that win like? What went into it? What were some of the keys to the game for you guys? So, yeah, um, we um, right now we're ranked seventh um, nationally um, for, yeah, women's rugby. Um, Not a big deal. Yeah, um, <laughs> kind of crazy. Um, but so, yes, we not necessarily in my time, um, nor let's say in the past, like, uh, six, seven years have we beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame's always just ranked above us. Um, Took them down. Took him down. It was the craziest feeling. I personally, when I came off the field, like I go into this zone. I don't know, like lots of people, like yeah. lots of athletes go into their like athletic like zone where they space out and it's just them in the sport. And so I came off the field and I thought we lost. Um, and so I was all riled up and angry. Um, but then my teammates came to me like, no, like like we won. This is crazy. And we won by like a significant amount. I think it was like 29 to 19 or something. Um, and so... Definitely, um, just kind of like getting into the, the right mindset. Um, we have this new coach this year um, who played, she was the coach for the um, Detroit women's rugby team. And um, I think her just kind of um, focus and her drive has definitely gotten to like the competitive point that we want to be at. Um, so I applaud her heavily. Um, and just the girls were just ready to play that day. Um, we were hungry. That's what our coach likes to say. We're wolves. We're hungry for um, some I like blood. that. I like that a lot. <laughs> hungry. It's like hungry as a dog. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Or as a wolf. Like yeah, as a wolf. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. A dog. That's yeah, good, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But that's big. And so with the new coach, what has kind of been the mindset that she's instilled in all of you? I mean, I, I was watching the team yesterday. You guys are very physical, attacking. Is that kind of what she's been looking for, is making you guys attacking, defensive-minded um, players, a team? Yeah, so um, the like since I've been here the past couple of years, um, what we have done is we're a very welcoming sport. We don't have tryouts. We don't have cuts. Anybody who wants to try this sport can come out and play. Yeah, well, so, you might die if you play. So yeah, so it's kind of yeah, scares people away a little yeah. bit. You might tear your ACL. Yeah, but it's all fun and games. Um, but so kind of in that um having that like open play to everybody. Um, we're constantly playing catch up. Um, we're always like teaching like the new people how to play rugby and like um the people who have played and have been playing for a couple years like they have never they're not like getting better. They're just like still teaching. So now mm -hmm. we have this coach who is here and like teaching like the new kids, but while also just improving our play, like the people who have been here. So, and like that is just like the, like the small things. Um, so be it like tackling low or like certain plays and things like that. And like she can actually read how we play and um, reposition us. Like I'm normally a forward, um, but this year um, she like just saw how I played and how I ran. And she's like, now nah, you're going to be a back. So just kind of like tinking really small things um, has helped a lot. 
Gotcha. And how does that kind of dynamic, you, you said it a little bit, how does that, that dynamic work of teaching new people while also improving the team? Because you talk about being nationally ranked. This is a team that you all have pretty deep postseason aspirations. Yet you kind of have to split your time with, especially for players as well, coaching up the new people, but also constantly working and improving all yourselves. So it's kind of a crazy um, like mind switch a little bit. Um, it wasn't the greatest thing. Like rugby has always been like a very very fun sport, very fun and light and yeah, light to an extent. Um, but <laughs> um, now when this like coach came in and it's hardcore and we're actually doing drills and we're focused and we're like constantly going going going, a lot of people like resisted a little bit because it, it took away that like fun idea. But then we had to sit with ourselves and ask us like. Do we want to have fun and just screw around on the field, or do we want to be nationally ranked? Like, do we want to beat Notre Dame? And so we made that mind change and beat Notre Dame. So, congratulations on the win! Thank you, big win. Yeah, it it's was big time, insane. That's Crazy. a big time. A complete change of the program's mindset, and now you all are pushing forward, moving on. And so you talked about making the tournament last year. What is For those who don't know and those who are now going to look forward to the postseason for rugby, what does that all look like? Will games be here? Will you have to travel somewhere else? What is What does the postseason look like for rugby? Postseason as in, like, end of fall season? Yes. Yeah, so heading in national tournament, Big Ten tournament, I'm assuming you may yeah. play one of those as well. Um, so I believe that the national tournament is sometime in November. I believe it is in Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, that's where it was last year. Um, and so that is where like you qualify, like you qualified, you qualified to go to Poughkeepsie. Um, and then from there, like the final game is somewhere in the other Southern Mm -hmm. states. Um, but so that is the fall ish season. That's the 15s, 15 girls on the field. Um, totally different sport than what is played in the spring season, which is sevens for rugby. So, yeah, fall you have 15s, spring you have sevens. So that's only seven girls on the field with seven-minute halves, two halves. Um, kind of very different because um, we have these, like, 80-minute games in the fall, and then in the spring it's a complete change, and it's a 14-minute game. Um, but it is constant running and constant hitting. Okay, do you like acres? Because I, I, I know you guys are already there, but our, Acres stinks. I'm just saying. It's the worst. I, it, you have to walk everywhere to class. The calf stinks. I completely disagree. Yeah, it, Trent was I, an I lived there and Trent I loved it. I loved you, it. You like Acres? Oh. I personally like Acres. I'm in Lyman Briggs, so all my classes are oh, at home. Oh, that makes sense. So, then, yeah. yeah. And see, I am a journalism major, so I have had to walk all the way down to Comarts all the time. But you know what? I, I honestly didn't hate it. Dude, it's stinks. No, no, no. Listen, okay. I have to kill this narrative real quick. Uh, give me, give me thirty seconds here. So go ahead, everyone go ahead, at Michigan it. State acts like Acres and is just kind of on East neighborhood in general outskirts, right? It takes forever to get everywhere. It really doesn't. It take. It took me twenty minutes max to walk anywhere last year, and I had classes in Wells. If you bike, it takes five to okay. ten minutes. It's not bad. If People you bike, act like, you're like you're. If you bike at Michigan State, you're basically risking your life. I'm not kidding. It's <laughs> bike un- everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. You, you're just like biking through a bunch of people walking on Shaw Lane. Okay. Well, now hold on. That's because people, if we're getting off topic, but yeah. that's because people don't know how to use a bike lane. Yeah. That's like, that's it's, the thing. It's if you're crazy. biking on a sidewalk yeah. and there's a bike lane right there, I'm probably going to clothesline you. Right. Yeah. It's not even that. Don't be always, that guy. No, don't be that guy. Yeah. I hate when people are, the bike people are like, on your left. I'm like, Obviously, I see you. I know you're on my left. Sometimes yeah. you don't, though. Uh, yeah, That's at least the they say that. There are so no. many people who like skirt by me at like 80 miles an hour because they're pedaling so hard. Yeah, when you have like, earphones in, it scares the crap yeah. out of you. Like, let yeah. me know. Oh, I guess. I don't know. And I just jump. It just, it's ridiculous. So, anyways, she doesn't hate acres. He doesn't hate acres. I don't hate acres. Get out of here. Acres stinks. Yeah, acres stinks. It's not great. Good. 
Great. All right, Sophie, question, last question for you, particularly about rugby. You've already recruited some people on our floor to join the rugby team. <laughs> so I got to know, what is your rugby team pitch? And for anybody listening who's coming here, thinking of coming here, going here currently, what would you tell them so they can come out, join the team? So I guess I start off the bat with just saying, like, hey, if you're stressed out, like, here's a good way to, like, let loose right. and, like, get that anger and that anxiety out a little bit. Um, and just we always talk about our camaraderie and like our team and our family um, and there's no cuts so you just come um, get a little bit of a workout in um, and see if you like it or not but definitely just like being able to make like full tackles kind of crazy like do you like football do you like watching football we'll like change it up a little bit or something I don't know oh I do I do I want I want you guys to hear this can you explain your Lucy nickname to both of these guys and then obviously everybody else yeah, so um, majority of the time, um, rugby players get rugby nicknames. That's just yeah. a thing. Um, most. Why is that a thing? I, mean, I, I couldn't know. tell you, but almost all <laughs> rugby teams have, like, everybody just has okay, nicknames. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, and so um, I was given my uh, nickname when I played uh, U of M last year. Um, it's it's Lucy. Yeah. Um, and is it, like, Lucy, like? The female name or like Lucy Goosey. Hold on, there's there's okay. an explanation. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. sorry. So uh, it's Lucy, um, and it's short for Lucifer. Um, <laughs> oh. So um, the reason why I like where this is going. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so Lucifer is the quote unquote Undertaker, and so how I tackle is a little different than how most people tackle. Most people tackle like thighs or like waist, um, kind of like mid body area. But I always go for ankles. Oh. I wow, taking like, ankles out. Ankles is like, if you take somebody's ankles out, like, they're not going anywhere. They don't have their ankles. So, um, Lucy, the Undertaker. Um, I have also quite recently um, got a nickname change, um, and it is Jaws now. Ooh. Um, so, that's because, uh, I think last week, um, I bit a girl really hard. Um, what would be Julian's nickname on the rugby field? <laughs> Little shorty, little shorty. Little, wow! I have no idea. He, he has, I have <laughs> never been more disrespected on my little own shorty. show. Little shorty, this is, this I is, like that. This I'm is a, getting rowdy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> no, put but you'd be unstoppable. You'd be like skirting through people, like going. I was gonna say legs. like firecracker. Yeah, I don't know. I like that. Jul uh, by the way, Julian, lightning fast. Yeah, lightning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> low wow. center of gravity. It's a very under. It's a very underrated trait of his. Yeah. We've only played pickup a couple times, but I'm lightning. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Guess, guess me yeah. up. Guess me Julian, up. how tall are you? How tall am I? You <laughs> yeah. want me to admit? In, I... case, like, in case the viewers, you know. <clears throat> we get We're... this clearly. I, <laughs> five, six. according to my license, five, I am five foot three inches. Last time <laughs> Wait, I went really? to the doctor, she gave me a quarter. So five, five three, three and, a and a quarter. You're five three. Yes, I'm five three. Wow, I did not know that. Ladies, how tall he is single? Yeah, <laughs> hit me up, slide the DMs, tweet at me at yeah. WDVM Sports hashtag GW no, Report. We'll be up for Sandea. These. I am holding out. She's she's the one. Yeah, Sandea. She's yeah. the one. she's the one. Ooh. She's the one. So okay. I'm, I'm holding out for Beyonce. It's okay. a little tougher. Yeah, it's a little I'm more tough because I wouldn't want to do Hove like that. So I can't. But <laughs> the whole married married woman right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, get off. That. I know. Three kids. I'm I'm, I'm done. Okay. Oh, no. oh my goodness. Oh no, is right. Well, this has been great. Yeah. This is fantastic. <laughs> has been a lot of fun. 
Sophie, it's been great to have you here. Thank, Thank you. you. This, this has been a, a awesome. fantastic interview. Yes. A lot of fun. Once again, uh, Sophie, club rugby player. The club rugby team still has a lot of games left on the season. September 28th, Michigan comes to town 11 a.m. Once again, September 28th. Uh, Michigan game 11 a.m. Take care of business. Yeah. Play Michigan twice. At, oh, no, this is just doubled on the schedule. So 28th of September, Michigan. October 5th is Indiana at 11 a.m. All the games at 11 a.m. except for the last one against Penn State. Either way, big slate of games for MSU Rugby. Nationally ranked. Check them out. Going to win the national tournament. I'm going to say here first. Let's oh, go. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Everybody, you know why report? Selfie Lanfear. We're going to head to a quick break. Hikaru is going to be on the other side talking some MSU volleyball. He's got some hot takes. He's angry. He's ready to spit some spice. Uh, we'll be back the after H this. man WDBM East Lansing, The Impact. Bringing you sports updates this Sunday and every Sunday. This is The Impact Sports Update. Antonio Brown is once again making headlines. After being released by the New England Patriots on Friday, Brown announced his retirement from the league via Twitter at 9.30 this morning. It is unknown at this time if Brown plans to continue his career in the CFL or upcoming XFL. In other NFL news, the Detroit Lions defeated the LA Chargers 13-10 last Sunday, improving their record to 1-0-1 on the season. The Lions traveled to Philadelphia this afternoon, looking to take on the Eagles at 1 p.m. The Detroit Tigers lost the second game in their three-game series with the Chicago White Sox yesterday, falling out home 5-3. The Tigers continue with the final game of the series today. First pitch is scheduled for 110 on Fox Sports Detroit. I'm Henry Menegos with your Impact Sports Update. For more, visit impact89fm.org sports. Green and White Report back at it like a bad habit, ready to go wow, for the second nice. hour. Thank you. Ready to go for the second hour of the show. Once again, big thanks to Selfie Lamford for coming in. Shout out to my boy Henry behind the glass doing the sports updates. Hey, hey, it. It's not Henry. We Henry came to Northwestern with us. It's Hank now. Is Hank? I yeah, was going to ask if we can call you Hank. I swear I was going to ask that. Yeah, because it's Hank. I, I like Hank better, so it's Hank now. Is this official or is this... Hikaru, <laughs> let, let, him, let him on the mic because I need to know whether this is Collins trying to bully somebody no, 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 or this is real. We talked about this. We talked about this. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we decided that, you know, I'm, I'm a freshman here at State, you know, so it's time for a change, you know. Yeah, Hank. I'm a, a new, new identity, you know. <laughs> yeah, I new, like it. Switch it up. Get off the drip. He, do, he doesn't have Venmo either, so he's getting off the drip. No, I told him I'm... I'm off the books. I completely un- the government gets you that way, you know. I, yeah, that's. I, 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 I like the way you think, that, Hank. I like it. That's why. That's why his ni- new name is Hank. All right. Well, listen, Eric was pretty happy about that when I had the money for the toll on the way. Yeah, down, yeah, so. I know he was. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's big time. Yeah, that's it was. big. See, this is why we bring Hank around. Yeah, Hank's killing. He's got the toll. He's got the updates. I'm very happy about everyone calling him Hank right now. <laughs> Very That's happy excellent. He's it. killing it. Yeah. Killing it, by the he's way. Ki- he's killing it. So big thanks to him for coming in this Sunday morning and doing that for us. Again, as always, shout out Hikaru behind the glass uh, doing the ones and twos, the didgeridoos, as Ryan Rabinowitz likes to say. Doesn't know what he's doing back there, famously. What is didgeridoos? <laughs> I don't know. R- so Ryan stupid. says some things. I'm that's like, the dumbest thing that If he says that next time I'm on the show, I'm going to tell him he's stupid. <laughs> that's such a stupid <laughs> thing to say. My like, favorite R- Ryan thing was St. Patrick's Day, and he opened the show with, top of the morning to you, lads. No, that no, was awful. My, no, my... <laughs> 
my favorite they yeah, never like what are you doing i i know we're like trying to talk about it, but i hope he listens my favorite thing is when he talks let me get on my soapbox that's oh, yeah. like that's the no, best uh, ryan rabinowitz specials hop on my soapbox hop on my soapbox but we're gonna talk over to hikaru now talk some <clears throat> excuse me michigan state volleyball michigan state volleyball one of the best teams on campus currently on a five game winning streak nine and one overall to start the season just won the western michigan tournament hikaru you were there for the matchup against auburn where they won three to one quickly first we want to get your thoughts on the tournament what went well for michigan state and then what also didn't go well because i know you got some things to say what went well well they won that's that's about it for me that's about it for me i that's great you hikaru, win they won a win's a win. Why are you getting so riled up about a win? Let me just give you some numbers real quick. Give it okay? to me. Hit me with the numbers. So let's, I, let's I wrote, a, H, I wrote a column. I wrote a column before I went to Keizu on uh, Friday. And it was me talking all about A, avoiding service errors, because they're known to do that, and B, being consistent. Yet, for some reason, for some reason, those are the two things that, of course, I caught against the Auburn game. Well, let's take a look at this. The first match alone, or the first set alone against Auburn, seven, seven service errors. And that's including a couple by Jamie Cox, which is a libero who never has service errors. That's one by Audrey Alford, who, once again, is a veteran setter grad transfer from Oklahoma. Like, that's ridiculous to me. Entering the match, the Spartans averaged 6.43 errors Service errors, excuse me, per match. Per match. They got seven. They they beat it that in the first set alone. All right? Total of 16 errors, by the way, because there was nine attack errors that added on to that. In the Auburn game alone, Michigan State had 43 total errors. 31 more. Atara, what do you want them to be? Perfect? No. No, but you can't have be be playing with forty three errors when you're about to go into Big Ten, especially when you're going to Penn State on Wednesday. I mean, they played better against Western. Yeah, they had only six serving serving errors total. But I mean, it, it's 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 to me it's ridiculous. Like fifteen service errors against IUPUI. Come on, IUPUI is a team you should be sweeping. Auburn is a team they should have swept every single team this weekend, but they didn't sweep them. They didn't sweep them, and the only team they swept is Western Michigan. I would have been worried if they didn't sweep Western Michigan. Now, granted, Meredith Norris was out for a little bit. Emma Monks didn't play for a little bit. Like, you have injuries. I get that. I understand that. But if you want to go to the Big Ten, if you want to make the tournament like they, they, the girls want to, you can't play like this. You got to take every game as if you're playing in the Big Ten because once you get into the Big Ten, every error will count. Every point will count. The only reason why I think they beat Auburn is because Auburn could not hit the ball at all. Under 100 for the entire match. Michigan State hit 240, 250, I want to say, just shy of, for the entire match. That number difference is the reason why Michigan State won. Not because of all the errors that they took advantage of. It's service errors. you got to get the ball over the net, and you got to get the opponent to respond. They're free balls you're giving away to them. And then if you can't respond back to the ace with another service error of your own, then all of a sudden they get an ace. That's two free points you're giving to them in a span of like 30 seconds. You can't do that if you're going to try to win the Big Ten. So I was upset. I was upset when I saw yes, they won, but I was upset. I was upset. Ian Drummond was there with me doing the game recap. He was upset. We were texting back and forth all weekend long. This really got to you. Oh yeah, it's it's I'm mad. I'm mad. 
I'm mad because they shouldn't be making these mistakes. Because the team has been working on these all offseason and early in the season. So, I mean, I don't know what to expect out of the Penn State game, you know, going forward. But right now, I I, I don't know. So, Hikaru, uh, aside from just serving service errors, what do you think Michigan State actually has to do to go beat Penn State then? Consistency. Consistency, all Consistency. right. Consistency. And that's not just, like you said, that's not just service errors. That's, that's your three ball hits. As in, you're setting it up. Your first stick is going to be found by your back line. So it's typically Jamie Cox. Lauren Gibbs will be back there if it's a DS. And, you know, Audrey Alford or one of your setters might find it. But your second ball, ideally you want to get it to either Shklar, if she's in, or Alford when she's in. Elena Shklar is going to start off. And then Audrey Alford will come in from the bench because that's what Kathy George likes to do. And it's smart. But your second ball has to be found by the setter almost every single time. And then your outside hitters or your middle blockers, depending on where the ball goes, have to be accurate. Nia Gross had a couple balls that hit the net. Rebecca Puljan couldn't get anything great going. Alyssa Kronowski struggled a little bit. Like, everyone was struggling, and you can't have that. You have so many tools on your team that you can use, so help each other out. If one player's not having a great day, give it to the other side of the court, right? Lauren Schwartz hitting well with her left hand. She's a lefty. A lefty's always you, you, uh, you can utilize that. So use her. Utilize her until... They're going to start blocking Schwartz, then flip it over to Kronowski or up the middle by Puljan or Ross. So it's consistency. Consistency is my biggest issue. I mean, errors, service errors, that's one thing. You practice and you get it done. Consistency is another thing. You got to play on the court, play on the court, play on the court, and make sure you're so good that those errors are minimal. And even if those mistakes happen, they don't continue. So, Hikaru, I think then the question is for listeners who are listening in and they're saying, you're saying all this while well, the team is 9-1 and one on the season. They have been pretty good. The only team that I've lost to is a ranked Tennessee team. And so now my question to you then is, what do you say to those people? What, what is it about this team? Is it them beating up on lesser teams and not they're just not going to get it done against ranked teams? Or is this, is this team actually good and they just have errors that they need to fix? What, where is this team at? Is this 9-1 true? Or what, is, what is your thought? I give that? credit to them for 9-1. I might be mad right now. I may be you know, off the charts right now. But I still give the volleyball team for the 9-1 record. They earned it. They got it. Now the Tennessee match, it should be 10-0. Because against Tennessee, they were in the third set, third set Excuse me, up by 11. Then they lost that. Lost four, lost five. I mean, Ian Drummond was out there too. Uh, Kathy George was emotional. She was with the girls like half an hour. In the, like We had to wait like half an hour just to talk to her. I mean, it was bad. So It, it happens, come on. It, it does, don't get me wrong, it happens. But it does, but when something like that happens against a ranked opponent, especially when you have the momentum, that worries me. That worries me a lot when a simple error to... Could bring this team down. The Big Ten is known, it's infamous to be the strongest when it comes to volleyball, period. Which means, don't get me wrong, you know, an opponent like Duke, that's pretty solid. An opponent like Oakland, they might be a Horizon League team, but they're pretty good. North Carolina, Auburn. But it's not the Big Ten, is what I'm saying. They'll find out this week, though. They will, but I'm saying there's errors that they could have been fixed, that they could have been better prepared. Okay. So, so then, what what is it that looking towards the Big Ten, the Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State, Maryland, going on down the list of the next teams they're going to have to face? What is it about you that worries you for this upcoming matchup? Is it errors Michigan State has to fix, or is it actually Penn State is a better team? Both. 
both because the Nitty Lions are infamous to be a really solid team, period. They were good last year. They didn't lose a lot of seniors last last year, so they, they got good returners. But, I mean, I would say both, but more importantly for Michigan State because if there are errors you can avoid. You know, it's one thing if you're forced an error by the opponent. That's, another, that's one thing. It's another thing if all you got to do is hit the ball over the net. All you got to do is have a clean dig. All you got to do is have a clean set. And the numbers that I'm seeing are not typical Michigan State numbers. In other words, they're not playing typical Michigan State volleyball. And that's an issue. So in order to flip that, you got to work on that in practice. So my biggest thing right now is fixing the errors, fixing the service errors, period. Because the less service errors you have, the let more balls go over top. That's number one. You got to get the ball in play first, right? Once the ball's in play, then you can work on the consistency. But they had plenty of chance to do that, and they had plenty of chances while they were on top to practice that in matches, which I don't think Michigan State took the most advantage of. That's why the 9-1 record is solid, right? The Nitty Lions, I think, is a better team than Michigan State. I'm not saying Michigan State can't win it because I think they have a good solid chance. But they have to limit the errors as much as possible, as much as humanly possible, and they have to play as consistent as possible on the court with the team they have, with your personnel, with the bench. You got to utilize, Kathy George is going to utilize her bench as much as possible. That means every single player has to be played on the top notch in order to start winning these Big Ten, team, uh, Big Ten games. Gotcha. Well, Big Ten conference play ahead for Michigan State. As you said, Ikaru, Wednesday, September 25th, 8 p.m., an away matchup in University Park against Penn State to start off the absolute gauntlet that this volleyball team will face uh, heading forward. Will be a big matchup. As you said, Ikaru, looks like it's going to determine where they head off with this season, so we'll see what happens there. Keep it locked on Wednesday. We'll give you an update probably next Sunday or within the next coming weeks of what happens with this Michigan State volleyball team sitting at 9-1. and now, Ricardo, thank you so much for the update. We appreciate it. Thank you, Julian. Appreciate it. I'm excited to see what this team does in the next week with one home and one away. And we'll, I'll keep you guys in the loop for sure. So thanks it's, for having me. Of course, of course. It's going to be interesting. MSU Volleyball, see what happens. Looking to make a return trip to the NCAA tournament. Been, been a few years since they have been there. Uh, we're going to shift subjects now and get into the Sparty Awards for do, today. Do you guys have music for this? You guys have to figure out some music. The underlie this. We should get some music. We'll figure it. We'll figure good. it out next week. But there we're, needs to be know, music. We're shopping. We're in Pro- the project edition. is working. It's a, it's a it's an ongoing project. So okay, yeah, an ongoing project. Stay tuned. The third week of Sparty Awards. We got some things to tune up. You know, we'll hit the we'll hit the we'll hit the shed. We'll hit the locker rooms. Come back out. You know, they had us yeah. in the first half, but we'll be ready to go come second half. Great meme <laughs> slash video. <laughs> yeah. But the Sparty Awards for today. Drum roll, please. Top five combo exchanges. Explain to the people that don't know what combo exchanges are. Essentially, so around Michigan State, I don't even know what exactly how they, these came about. Basically, in a lot of the halls, we have these things called Sparties, and they basically are small gas stations, service stations type places. You have your snacks, all types of things. Some of them come along with a grill where they can cook some food in the back, chef you up some good to eat. And with our our student ID, we get not only a meal plan to eat in cafeterias, but uh, combo exchanges, which is where we go into a Sparty. You can get an A, B, or a C item, which usually consists of a drink, a sandwich, and a bag of chips. For I forgot. Example. What's the what's the best one? Is it C? The best one? Yeah. What's I think, it? I B think is, C the, is the, like, the entree. B is the entree. C is the drink, I believe. Okay. Oh, Maybe C it's is the, the drink, C is, yeah. Or is it the other way around? I don't know. I don't know. But Anyways, you get an A, B, and a C item. 
and, and you can compi- you can combine your A and B for one like yep. special. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sma- so C is the drink. C is the yeah. drink. Yeah. Combo See, changes are the greatest things ever invented. Yeah, no, it, it's a very good. As a freshman, they saved my life. They are, they are fantastic. They are fantastic. So we got our top five combo exchange items. If For some of these things, they are constantly there. But for some, within each month, one of the, usually the A item gets swapped out for something else. So like for this month, it has been the buy super whatever water that it is. I don't oh, know. Oh, Essentia? Yeah. It's oh. one of those things. Yeah. It's, no, it's the fruity one. I don't, honestly, I well, don't anyone know. Anyone who likes fruit water... Get out of my face. Like, this, like, <laughs> fruit-flavored water, it's so what? bad. It's so bad. St- fruit- you know who probably likes fruit water? Aaron Rodgers. Fruit-flavored still water. I get if you're, Am like, I wrong? I get if you're, like, That's- an... I get if you're an old person, you just, like, like LaCroix, fine, whatever. But fl- still water that is flavored is maybe the worst stuff I've ever tasted <laughs> in my life. It's horrible. And I'm not talking about like propel and stuff. So that like will that. not be on Collins' list. Yeah, it's not going to be there. Mark it off that. now. Get out of my face. Still water. Still <laughs> flavored water. All right. So our Smarty Awards for top five combo exchanges. I'll start us off. My number one very basic item, but it's a consistency in my diet. A nice s'mores pop tart. Dude, that's Ooh. okay. You have pop tart. First of all, Trent put his list on the dock. So we basically gave away. Oh when no, he was I, that's what, that wasn't me. That was me. That was I was gonna you. say you said Trent had his in the dock, and I'm like, I have. I'm the only one in here. <laughs> I'm confused. Wait, are we, that. Also, are we counting from five down to one? No. Or we're, no, we're just we giving. Okay, anything. we just go. Okay. I just like to do go you have with my on your list? I do. Okay, so with two percent milk has to be two percent milk. Two percent. Who drinks two percent milk? I do all get the time. Get some skim milk, bro. No, it's water. That's white water. Get out of That's here. That's flavored Stop water. It. No, Stop no, no, no. But what? <laughs> so you you said s'more pop tart. What's your favorite pop tart? S'mores. That's trash. Seriously, dude. no, it's not. It's not trash. It's good. Trash? S'mores, hot fudge sundae, and chocolate chip are like the the trifecta That's right there. Facts, now, obviously, right? No, 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 like no, no, no. strawberry, like there's like good no, flavors of pop tarts. Wild Okay, that, that's good fire. too. There's a lot of good flavors of pop tarts, okay, but if right. you just want like a snack, like it tastes really good. Like s'mores pop tarts are like. It's like eating cookies. It's so good. That's I why I have it's it with great. 2% milk. I don't hate the Pop-Tart pick. Don't hate it. Not on my list, but I don't hate it. It's All on right. my list. What so do you got then? Okay. Keebler, cheddar, and peanut butter crackers. Oh, yep. Those okay. things Fantastic. are unbelievable. They're so good. And they're like one of the, they're a B item, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're a B item. So it's a great B item. I think I they're lo- a C. Are they? I don't know. It doesn't Maybe. matter. I don't know. I, I was like, I'm confused by the whole A, B, and C, so we're not going to get into that. But Keebler, well, Tracker things, those things are—they are really good. They give you eight, and they fill you up. Yeah, there's a great. lot of them. Yeah, great, classic. It has to be cheddar and peanut butter, though. Can't be anything else. Can't I like the anything. cheddar and cheese ones, but cheddar and peanut butter is the cheddar best. Cheddar and cheese is a crazy thing to like. <laughs> way too much cheese going on. <laughs> well, it's, it's great though. It's great. I, I I prefer Ritz's cheese cracker. Okay, yeah. I will, okay, I will yeah. say that. Delicious. Yeah. I will say I've gotten into the toast, toast peanut butter and like jelly option they got for is those keeper things. I might have to take a top gander. That's that's a is top like shelf gra- cracker. Is it like grape jelly or strawberry jelly? Grape. I'm okay, not a strawberry I'm out, jelly I'm guy. You're a strawberry jelly guy. Yeah, strawberry is so good. Grape is as bad. I hate grapes though, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> grapes are not Why good. Hot takes galore. Yeah, that's not a hot take. I just don't <laughs> you, like who grapes. Hates grapes. That's just my opinion. I don't I've like grapes. I've never heard someone go, "I hate grapes." They don't taste good. Sorry. I love grapes. I don't know. I don't love grapes. I like grapes though. Okay. Okay. So what? Julian. Now I just have so many questions. Why do you not <laughs> yeah, love you grapes, go, but you like Okay, try, you go, since Julian took your for one of your first okay, ones. Okay, chicken quesadilla wrap was by far my Ooh. favorite. That was my favorite that, like uh, meal. Is that the Woody's Oasis one? I have no idea what you're talking I about. I think no, it is. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, I, think I don't know. They just It's like rolled up, and then they heat it up for you, and it's incredible. It's Seriously, it's so good. I, it, it 
I don't want. I was gonna say something. They're crazy, unbelievable, but I'm not gonna say it. But they're 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 very good. That they're, might be my B item of the day. That sounds good, dude. Oh yeah, they're awesome. I just want to. It's like it's like seventy so percent right now. <laughs> It's like 70% of your fat for the day, but it's great. You can only get combo exchange, too, if you live on campus. I think you can use them as an off-campus swipe, but you it's can. not worth it. Yeah. That's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's not, not, really. not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, you don't know. It's not worth it. My next one, I'm a big fan of these Uncrustables. I love a that's good a peanut butter and jelly. Change? Bro, that's I've next never level. had one. You've never had one? You never had an Uncrustable. I swear to God, you I've never had an Because every... Every kid in kindergarten had an uncrustable. Here's the in their thing: bread. you want to know something funny? I did not eat sandwiches. I did not eat bread until like seventh grade. Ask my family. I swear to God, it's a thing. When wow. I have, how do you not eat bread? I didn't. I didn't. That's do not it. true. That's one thousand percent true. Since seventh grade. Oh, I, won't, I shouldn't say so. Probably like fifth or sixth. Just a, grade. you were just on a no carb diet, like in no like bread. Fifth, like no, first I, grade. I I ate carbs. Did I you have didn't... bread in your house? I hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How my... do you hate bread? No, I just did. It was disgusting. As as a kid, I thought it was so gross. It was like it's bread. I, it, exactly. It tastes like nothing. Like I, I, as a kid, I didn't like it. And now, so I... you, know, you didn't like at Thanksgiving. You don't like the rolls they would uh-uh. give you. No. Do you I, like them I, now? I ate like garlic bread, if that counts, and then that, um, counts. that counts. It's a bread. My first like sandwich that I like ate and enjoyed was yeah, like sixth grade spring break. I had a burger at a place called Hamburger Joe's in South Carolina, and it was incredible. Wait, so wait, so you never, you weren't even eating burgers with buns? Mm-mm. You're an insane human being. Or hot, hey, do- hot dogs with buns? No, I swear, <laughs> this is a thing. Trent, this is one of the biggest red flags I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, sixth grade? I, it took you to. I'm sixth gonna have grade? to text my parents and ask when it was. But yeah, I did That's not great. eat bread. I, so I, shook. I will say this. I mean, my buddy keeps on texting me, Chris. I like, and his parents remind me of this all the time. Whenever I say something about like food, I used to skin the like skin hot dogs like take the skin off the hot oh, dog oh really yeah just i was an insane human being and that's not say, a red that's, flag that's a huge red flag that's <laughs> what i'm saying so anyways i've never had an uncrustable never had one i'll that's, try one now they're good. i'll try one they're good wow. what, what flavor uncrustable do you get do yeah, they only have one no they have a strawberry one so you get that one yeah, i'm, a, I'm a grape guy they have like a bunch of uncrustables they just have like a peanut butter one they do they, they swapped them out this year though for these off-brand uncrustables oh that's i'll mess with that yeah you get the smuckers one if it ain't broke don't fix it i don't know what people yeah. You know, it's MSU trying Thank to be you. cheap. I know, I know. Mm. What's new? Okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to get fined. Okay. <laughs> say too much. Net, net's combo change for me. Chicken pesto sandwich at the <laughs> Holden's parties. <laughs> I was going to say chicken tenders. Is gonna be no, like, no, yes! no, 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 no. Chicken pesto sandwich. The thing's the real it is, deal. It is, it's it's unbelievable. It's like on some ciabatta bread. or what? Is that how you say it? Sabata or ciabatta? I think it's ciabatta. Ciabatta, sabata. Yeah, what? It's, I'm a broke boy. I eat on regular Wonder <laughs> Bunny bread. Yeah, no, but it's unreal. It's so, so, so good. Right, it's I'll take so, your word it's, for it. it's unreal. Right. And you put it in the microwave, and you're like, mm, yup. And you're yup, like, mm. yup, yup, yup. Good yeah. stuff. <laughs> yup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yup. It. You have one bite. You're like, yup, yup, yup. Okay, good sorry. stuff. Am I, is it my turn now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wings at Hubbard. Chicken wings. They like at the grill. They make you like the wings. The wings. Are really They're very good. You only get five, which is a big downer because at B Dubs I get like. 15. Hubbard but... stinks, though. No, no, it, no. It, no, it, no, it like, doesn't stink. As a dorm. Oh, as a dorm, I would not want to live there. Yeah, it's horrible. No doubt. But, like, that's the thing. Winter, like, for someone who lived in South freshman year, I never had the opportunity to go to the Hubbard. I think I went there once. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But still, that place sucks. Why would you ever want to live at Hubbard? <laughs> yeah. It does. Chirp, it sucks. Chirp, chirp, I'm not chirping Hubbard. It's just not fun. You pretty much chirped all of East Neighborhood. East Neighborhood. Like, not you know, if... Acres stinks. Hubbard sucks. Like, 
Yeah. Get a good calf, and maybe I like your neighborhood. <laughs> Sorry. Acres calf's not bad. It's not good. It's, I mean, there are only like a few calves that are good. I'm just saying. Every calf usually has a, I don't know. You know, we'll save this for when we do top five calves. Yeah, right. My next one, spicy chicken sandwich from Hubbard. Very Solid. good. Very Fire. good. Fire. Yep. Popeyes-esque. Popeyes asked. I have not had a Popeyes chicken sandwich. Dude, I had one. Uh, my roommate brought me home one. Are they not spicy? Are they uh, just regular they're chicken? Just regular chicken. Okay, I'm out. No, no, wait. I think there's both though. But the one that I had was regular, and it was so good. If they're just regular, I'm out. Better than Chick Fil A? I thought so. Chick Fil A so. sauce is the best thing ever invented. Not even That's kidding. A fact. I have a thing of Polynesian sauce in my fridge right now. <sighs> That's good stuff. A Chick Fil A? No, just Chick Fil A sauce. Chick-fil-A. Oh, just the Chick Fil A yeah. sauce. If, oh. You don't like Chick Fil A sauce? I like it, but Polynesian's where it's at. Eh, eh, I don't know about that. Okay, going to my Nets. Uh, <laughs> Nets combo exchange. Gotta love an apple cinnamon Nutri-Grain bar. They're so good. Those are good. N- yep. I, you, classic. Those you, are classic. They're so good. Apple cinnamon and blueberry are so much better than strawberry. People get yes. strawberry Nutri-Grain bars. No, I get I so mad about it. I'm like, what are you doing? Apple you cinnamon's doing? the only one that I eat, honestly. Apple, yeah, cinna- apple cinnamon's like little dessert. That's how yeah, good it, it is. is. It's oh, yeah. It tastes yeah. like a Danish or something. I'm like, something. wow, what yeah. a nice little pastry I had. But yes. no, it's a Nutri-Grain bar. It's a pastry. Yeah. <laughs> I love Nutri-Grain bars. Yeah. I'd no, crush those. Yeah, like three bites just yeah. down It's awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Those are great. Those are great. My next one, one of my favorites. Did you just skip Trent? No, we're going to go with Trent? I don't know. No, go for it. All you. Yeah. Fine, go. All right. I don't even know what order we're doing this in, but yeah. I know I've done three. We've all done. Three. I've done three as well. Okay. Yeah, we okay. Okay. okay sorry, my bad. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Sit in your seat. Yeah. Uh, my next one only comes out during finals week, but it's easily one of my favorites: Arizona sweet teas, iced teas. No, they had. It. They didn't have it. Is it only on finals week they do that? That's what I'm thinking. It is because every time I've had them, it's always been they, they probably do it for the, and then for the sugar, week. right? They do it for a it's month. Like people who want sugary yeah, drinks. Arnold Palmer month. was my chaser for maybe the back <laughs> half of my back half of my freshman year because I just had Arnold yeah. Palmer's on deck from Combo. Get it for free. Yeah, yeah, I know it was fantastic. What are you chasing? You. We're all adults here. We're all adults here. <laughs> I'm chasing alcohol. That's what I'm chasing. That's a, yeah. Do we have to? We don't. Uh, sorry. Whatever. Brown? Yeah. Brown? It doesn't matter what I'm chasing. Whatever. It's got to be brown. My uh, craft mac and cheese bowl. That stuff is actually low key. I okay. No, that's a good one. Quick craft, little story about this. Which I, one do you get? Do you get the triple cheese? Extra one? Triple cheese. Yep. Mm. So I just so, pounded Trent right yes, there. I don't eat bread, but I get triple cheese, crack mac and cheese bowls. But anyways, last last year I got them all the time, and I probably will never eat another one in my life because it's just so I had them so often, and it was such a you know freshman living in the dorm thing. But it was really good. It got me through. You know, it held me over for a lot of late night Lakers That's games, the, watching LeBron. You know, the TNT, triple cheese. Yeah, yeah, the TNT game. Getting a little antsy when LeBron steps to the free throw line. You know, just got to eat a little. Kraft mac and cheese. Good because stuff. you know it's going to clank off. <sighs> no. Only weakness. Only what? weakness. Free throws. Free throws. Just, yeah, no, no. Oh, I thought we were talking about, like, no, we're talking about mac and cheese. cheese. We're oh. talking about the greatest basketball player of all time. Okay, we don't need to go down this road. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not true. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah but, uh, we're going to throw hands. I will say this. That mac and cheese is such a good pitch. That's one where you're like, uh, ramen, nah. 
Add the cheese. Right. Yeah. 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 Classic, yeah. yeah. And it's and so easy. All you do is put some water the in there. Crazy people get rice aroni. I'm like, dude, get out of my face. Why are you getting <laughs> rice aroni? So, so uh, Collins' worst nightmare is a person that has rice aroni and vitamin water. And walks <laughs> vitamin water is so bad. <laughs> no. No. I wish, people, they, I wish this was like, this is audio only, but I wish this we had great. video so we could see how you aggressively grabbed that mic. Name one flavor of vitamin water other than like the blueberry pomegranate that's good. There's no no good flavors. I, I don't really try I mean, it because I, I have no flavors. desire to. to that's, your point. that's my point. Yeah. No one drink vitamin water is so bad. Just drink Gatorade, Powerade, <laughs> or take a vitamin. Yeah, or something Jeez. else. Vitamin water stinks. The pink vitamin water is the worst drink on God's green earth. The one that looks like Pepno Bismol. Yeah, you know it's not, not a great drink color. Is so bad. Not a great color. It's so bad. It it's doesn't awful. even have the like basic like pink lemonade color. It's like. Is that what it's supposed tin. to be? It's so no, bad. No, it's a disgusting tin of pink. I'll it's gross. Okay. <laughs> so we each have one more? Correct? Yeah, yeah we each have one more. Yeah, you hit it. Okay, uh, my last one is... Um, no, I... Oh, yeah, chicken tenders. Chicken tenders? Yeah. Double, Simple. Chicken, it's, it's, so, it's such a safe pick. You get buttermilk ranch, and it's just incredible. That's or honey second. mustard. That's in, that's in, what, what, you named the two worst sauces. Ranch whoa, and honey whoa, mustard? Whoa, 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 Barbecue. Oh, well, that's always, that's always a good way to go. baby rays. It's always a good way to go. Ranch is so good. On like chicken tenders, yeah, it's, like it's you amazing. go to a Coney Island, you go to like Leo's and you get ranch. You're like, oh my never god, that is really good. You ever been to Leo's? I've never been to a Coney Island. Well, that... We're going this weekend then, next weekend. Sorry, Sunday. What? Oh. You've been here for three years and you haven't been to a Coney Island. Never been to a Coney okay, Island. Okay, yeah, that's definitely a trip we're taking. Yeah, take you to Leo's. We'll get Ryan to go with us too. Yeah, be a good time. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, get, I'm doubling get, down get, on the chicken tenders though. Yeah, chicken tenders. That's mine. That was your last one too. That was my last one as well. I I feel like I got to go with a drink here. The best is, for some reason, my freshman year, you were allowed to get ices a part of your combo. When was that? What? Yeah, I don't know why it was. If you got a medium icy, like you get a medium fountain drink, like say it was like a medium, no, yeah. like you can get that a part of your combo, like a medium fountain drink. I got medium ices. So I was sitting that like Fanta Wildberry medium ices at some time, like at the point of the year, it was incredible. I felt like it was at the movies. Was awesome. Yeah, that the sounds life changing. Actually, what do you get when you go to the movies? Are you a candy guy, or popcorn guy, or some... I'm a candy guy. Okay. I get a. Uh, I usually will get. I now I've started to get the Sour Patch watermelon. Those are so good. So good. They're so way good. better than Sour Patch Kids. I love those. I get those sometimes. I get Mike and Ike's. I use tropical I used Mike to go, and Ike's. Yes, tropical. Those are so. So good. you don't like chocolate candy, really? No, no, no. It's but, it's oh, just changed just over the, the years. Okay, I got I you. used to get milk duds a lot, but like okay. milk duds, it's stuck in your teeth. Yeah, and next thing you know, a, I'm like a, smacking through the that entire movie. That's a project. Movie. Eating milk duds is a project. My like whole family likes raisinets. I'm like, get out of my face. It's like not. They're not bad. Not a bad candy. They're not bad, but they're so much better. Yeah, Yeah. so many better. I'm a popcorn guy, and then I get like a blue raspberry smith. Like I hate when they don't have the Fanta. Like they have a knockoff, like uh, icy. I'm like, come on. I'm kind of blown away. You're calling it Fanta. Yeah, I was gonna say something. Is it Fanta? Fanta? Yeah, I think it's Fanta. No, but I I love it. I think it's great. Fanta. Don't don't change. Don't change. When I go to the movies, I uh, this is kind of gross. I like get a bucket out of the trash and go rinse it off in the bathroom. And I like, why would I pay eleven dollars for popcorn? Wait, what? Wow. So, I go, Wait, listen, whoa, 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 there's a method to the madness. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I pay for my ticket, right? I get in. Yes. I, I, I find the nearest track. Actually, not the nearest because they'll see me. 
I go around the corner, whatever, when no one's looking. You look in the trash can, and there's always, like, popcorn buckets in there. And you pick a clean one that's on top. I don't pick through the trash. It's right on top. I'm if gagging there's nothing, right now. I go uh. to the next trash can, and I find a good one, and I just rinse it out with soap and water. That and is I so dry disgusting, it it's, not that, it's not that gross. Think about it. It's not that gross. That is if, so if, gross. If, if people are putting, like, a bunch of seasoning you and stuff. You come cleaning then, supplies in the AMC or something? <sighs> I, I, I would rather I would rather eat that. Dude, than popcorn's pay. like five dollars. No, it's not oh, true. It's not five dollars for like a medium bag. How mm. much popcorn you That's need? That's why I'm so torn. Because this is a really ingenious idea to not have to pay to like another yes. eight bucks. Listen, no, 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 because then, but you don't get like movie theater popcorn's unreal. Yeah, AMC and, popcorn's yes. awesome. Oh, I know, it's awesome. So the the other thing that people tell me is, okay, just buy the reusable bucket. I don't want to be that guy that walks into the movie theater with the bucket. In no, my but hand. you're gonna be the That's guy who takes point. it out of the trash. <laughs> Listen, it works, and it's not. Think about it. If, if different you, votes, different strokes. We're not gonna agree right, on this. Right. It's great. That's a crazy move. We're not gonna agree. Wow. But I'm no, learning so much. To think we have to take a Big Ten media day basketball trip, and I'm going with Trent. And this is. <laughs> I'm just now learning this. We're gonna have to switch this up. We might yeah. have to. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Disinfect your car. Jeez. I'm a very clean person. I know you're a I clean just, person. I just, I'm also a very like I like to save money because I, I spend know, no, money no, on I, stupid I, I, things I, like a Lions jersey with my name on the back. And that's happened. what I spend my money There's on. There's no worse feeling than me buying like three hats this summer. I'm like, why did I buy this hat? I'm gonna wear it like twice a month. I just spent thirty dollars <laughs> on it. What yeah. an idiot oh I am. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Wow, I love this. Is good to know. If I ever ended up in the movies with Trent, and I did know this. I'm just yeah. picking my hand through the popcorn. Yeah. Now, now, now I know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. Trent's an animal. Okay. An absolute animal. It, that's insane. We're gonna need a minute to think about this. We're gonna let the viewers, the listeners, think about this as well. Tweet at us. Tweet at Trent. You want to talk about his stuff at WDBM Sports with the hashtag GW Report. Once again, our number to call in five one seven four three two three eight nine three. Let's take a quick break, think some things over, and we'll be back with some MSU football and NFL picks. This is the best intro. Uh, <laughs> Julian actually started singing it. I, ha- I had to get in there. Back to the green and white report. Last half How hour good is Earth, of the show. Oh, easily. E- I think, honestly, I was telling somebody when my friends were thinking, Halloween, I'll be Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> How <laughs> fire would that be? That would just be, be Earth, fire. Wind, and Fire for Halloween. You could get some good yes, fits please off. Please do it. Please do it. Please do it. <laughs> you get some good fits off. Some great fits off. You know yeah. what I'm being for Halloween? I decided this yesterday. Matthew Freddy, Stafford. Freddie Mercury. No. No, no, it's gonna it's gonna work. I'm gonna get a fake mustache. I I feel like that's a pretty easy costume to pull off. You just need a tank top. I need a I already have everything. Me and my buddy Dom have been talking about this. If anyone's watched Always Sunny, if have you ever watched Always Sunny? Uh, Anyone here? I've seen a few episodes. Well, there's like there's an episode where they're a realtor team, Hugh Honey and Vit Vinegar. That's what we're being following. Good good episode. If you are you vinegar? (laughs) No, no, I'm not vinegar. You're Hugh? I'm Hugh Honey. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait to see that. But (laughs) last half hour of the show, we're going to quickly touch on MSU football. Homecoming against Indiana. The next game coming up for the Spartans here at Spartan Stadium. And Collins, we're definitely going to start with you. You are the host of Spartan Red Zone, the voice 
of the football podcast. Indiana's coming to town. Going to be a little test for Michigan State before going on uh, for Ohio State. What do you expect to see in that matchup against the Hoosiers? I mean, Indiana's not good. They're, they're, they've been better in previous years, but... You look at this team, it doesn't really necessarily matter who the opponent is. You could see this as a look-ahead game because the week after you got Ohio State on the road. And for a lot of guys on the Michigan State roster, the Ohio State game is almost just as important, just as important to them as the Michigan game is because a lot of guys in Michigan State are Ohio guys and they wanted to go play for, at Ohio State and they were not granted that opportunity. So it's just don't look ahead because Indiana is probably worse than Northwestern. I, like, honestly, they're not – that you saw – Ohio State absolutely shellacked them in Bloomington uh, two weeks ago. So it, I, I, you want to see progress. You don't want to see a step back. Because if you see a step back, you you just know this team's going to be inconsistent. So if you're a Michigan State fan, you're looking for consistency. Consistency for sure. And like you said, Indiana's not a good team across the board. So what I would look for is for Brian Lewerke to really get his confidence up in this game. You know, c- keep completing passes. Don't make mistakes. Use your legs. That Stat would be huge. game. That would be awesome, right? Yeah. Like that's all we Pad need. That's all we need out of this. Like you said, Collins can't overlook. It's still a Big Ten team. Um, if you go in and you lose to them, then then all hope is lost for anything successful this season. If you lose to Indiana, we were at Northwestern. I didn't bring this up when we were talking about the Northwestern game. Is Elijah Collins? Did they say what happened to Elijah Collins? Because he was carted so. off the field, but he came back. I think he ended up being. Fine. Yeah, I, I think he was fine. Right. No, no, but I bet they hold out a couple guys who are maybe a little injured. Matt Dotson was injured all week, didn't play against Northwestern, so I wouldn't expect to see him this week. So the, I, I, maybe just maybe, get the win. Yeah, yep. just get the win, figure it out. Maybe you get a couple offensive linemen back, hopefully from injury. But yeah, we'll see. It's a game to gel, and like you said, it's a look ahead game. You got to take care of business, but at the same time, you want to get things rolling because of who you got coming up. The most entertaining part of Michigan State Indiana every year is probably the tailgate. That's just the fact. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just two good schools that like to have fun. Like that. it's, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna be a good time. Homecoming week, I think this year is gonna be. Really something big. I think it's going to be nice. I think it's going to be the a good The battle time. for the brass platoon. One of the weirdest trophies in college. Yeah, one of the strangest yeah. trophies in It's better than the Land Grant trophy. That, that's, that's a great that's Twitter account. Stuff. Stuff. It, is a, it is a great Twitter account. Land Grant trophy is the Penn State, Michigan State <laughs> like trophy that they play for. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's crazy. Good but Twitter, it, though. It's definitely going to be a good game for Michigan State to get some gel to figure out where they are. I definitely want to see some creativity from the offense. Yeah. Take some shots no downfield. See what you try got. See what things. works. Try this some is your things. chance to. This is one of your last chances to try some things, yes. right? Because by the exactly. time you get to Illinois or Rutgers, the season's almost over. So. Yeah. Yep. Now figure out what works. I want to see Collins go off. I, I. He was nice yesterday. He's he was nice, nice yesterday. Def, I, he's, he's the guy for me. If he, if he gets going, he's a guy for off, everyone. I feel like full guy for everyone. He I? is the. I, lo- I he is the guy. I really, I, I, I like really that his do. name's Collins. It is nice. Yeah, yeah it is distant nice. relative <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah, what? Yeah. It's like the no, only good no. Collins we got on campus. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. I don't Something know. Like that kid could hoop. That kid could hoop in high school. He went to UD. In my high school, Notre Dame prep played them. Him and Cassius. I think we lost by 50. It was not good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be good. And we didn't get the chance to talk about it. Uh, kind of glanced over it briefly. But this win did give D'Antonio his 110th win to help him pass uh, Duffy Doherty. Is that? I thought, Duffy Doherty. Doherty? Yes. Okay. I got it. I think I said something wrong last time. But Duffy Doherty. Yeah. yeah. Um, passing the, him the as man. the most winningest coach in MSU history. And I got to ask you guys a question. I had, where does this put D'Antonio in your all-time, not just football, but uh, head coaches here at Michigan State? I mean, you look at it, I think Duffy Doherty is probably a little bit more important than Mark D'Antonio because what he did for just, like, what integration yeah. mm-hmm. in college football. 
But well, and like making a name for this program. Yes, definitely. Huge. And having the coolest name ever, Duffy. Yeah. What a sick name. But uh, <laughs> sorry. But uh, Duff. But it it's like Tom Izzo, number one, far and away. Duffy Doherty, Mark Antonio, Judd Heathcote. Yep, those are the big yeah, four. That, yeah. yeah, I think that's I think like that's good. That's where you like go down that list. But like watching the video that Michigan State put out that Tom Izzo like narrated, I I had like. I was like tearing up because as a mission growing up as a Michigan State fan, yeah, that was very nostalgic. It was yeah, cool. it was super nostalgic. Like I'm watching Eric Decker tackle Sean Green in 07 yeah. on this video. I'm like, I remember being in my basement with my brother and we're just hugging and like we were like fired up yeah. about stuff like that. So it's it's crazy to see the transformation of the program from basically being like nobodies to being right. like. A, a destination. Michigan State football is now a destination job. Yep, you look at D'Antonio, he's been here now for 12, 13 years? 13? I think it's 12. 07? Yeah. 12. Like 12 years. 12, okay, yeah. so, and, and he's put together a great program here. Like you said, it's a destination now, and his identity the whole time has been defense, defense, defense. It's been awesome. Uh, you think about 2014 Rose Bowl, 2015 Cotton Bowl, things like, it, they stick they stick with you forever. Um, and I guess all I would say is, I granted, Things are not looking great for the future. We, I'm sure we could talk about that some other time. But um, I, I'm always a proponent for keeping D'Antonio around because I think if you don't have a coach, you don't have anything. Much like I yeah. feel like in the NFL, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have anything. So um, the job he's done recruiting locally and nationally, it's it's incredible. I would put him, like like uh, Colin said, that's the big four right there. Yeah, Do- yeah Doherty. Maybe uh, Biggie Mon, but I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. big man, Ron Mason. Man. Ron Mason's up there. Yeah, MSU hockey shout out. So hats shout off, out. hats off, D'Antonio. Excellent yeah. career thus far, and we hope that continues. It's been crazy. Yeah, watching that video was was wild to see. Yeah, it's all nostalgic. of the moments. You yeah. know, you remember where you were when certain things happen, yep. and it, it's just unreal. And it does remind me, speaking of just the future of Michigan State football, just how long D'Antonio has really been here and what he has done in that time period. And you know, a lot of people say it may be time for him to hang it up to move on. And you look at that video, and you're like, wow, he's really has been yeah. here a long time and it's crafted we, moments. Sometimes we're prisoners of the moment and we forget. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. forget that John L. Smith was once the coach at Michigan yes, State. Yes, you do. Yeah. And then yeah. you fall on your knees and thank yeah, Mark yeah, D'Antonio yeah. for everything that yeah. he's ever done here. Yeah, seriously. So it's awesome. But yeah, it was big time for Coach D'Antonio win 110 getting in against Northwestern. As has been said a few times now, Spartans have Indiana upcoming on Saturday. Kickoff looks like it's set for 3.30 p.m. Homecoming matchup for the Spartans look to keep the win streak alive before heading to Columbus to take on the Ohio State Buckeyes, who are looking pretty darn dangerous. We're going to move on to some professional football now to end off the show. We'll start first first with our NFL picks. We'll look at the Detroit Lions taking on the Philadelphia Eagles this week. Trent, Ryan, both of you are rocking a jersey and a shirt. Trent's got the hat on as well. What do you expect to see out of the Lions for this week? 1-0-1 so far on the season. A, a struggle game against the Cardinals, but a nice win against the Chargers just a week ago. So through two weeks, we've seen a better Lions team than we saw all last year. I truly believe that. Um, and th- this offense doesn't rely on any one skill position because TJ Hawkinson had the best statistical tight end game for a Lion since 1974 in week one. Then in week two, only one catch. Danny Amendola leads the team in targets and receptions in week one. Week two, no catches. So this is something that, that's a building block for me. It re- I really look at Matt Stafford and say, this dude has it back. He's got it back. He's looking at he's surveying the field. He's not doesn't have pressure to get it to any one guy. And then Carrion Johnson's just going to roll today. I really think so against the Eagles. Um, so I guess I, the, the line is, uh, what is it, minus six? 
Eagles know, minus it's been six. Moving. It's been moving all week. Yeah, I mean, the, look, the Eagles are banged up. You talk about Corey Clements not playing. Alshon Jeffrey Corey is probably. Corey Clement does not even play regardless. But he's, right? a, he's a starting running back. He's their, no, he's not. He's their starting kick returner. Okay, well, he, he's a, he's a playmaker. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of their impact players, whatever. So he's not playing. Alshon Jeffrey, not playing. Is, he's not, not playing, playing, right? And then I think he's who, am I, who am I Deshaun forgetting? Jackson. Deshaun Jackson's, Deshaun Jackson's out. out. Yes, he's out. Yeah. And Jason Peters uh, on the offensive know. line yeah, is they're shaky. Banged they're, they're banged up. They're ba- Carson Wentz is not even 100%, but here's the problem. Carson Wentz is good enough where if you let him sit back there, he's going to pick you apart. You got to get after him. I think this is a game where you look at Trey Flowers and you say, "Dude, go get him." And I think Trey Flowers is really going to come out and be the defensive end that you paid him to be this offseason. Uh, I think Stafford outplays Wentz. I think it's a close game. Detroit wins as the better team across the board in all three facets. I think that's the big. That's the biggest thing. You look at the Eagles last week it's playing, the, five now, playing the Falcons. Okay. It was definitely a big part of that game plan. Get some pressure on Wentz, and he did not look good under pressure. Lions want to win this game. Pressure is going to be key on Wentz. I think they have a good shot. I really, I really do like what the offense has looked like. Looks a lot different. Stafford looks good. I definitely think things are on the up and up for the Lions. Uh, I'm a Lions pessimist, as you could say. I just like it's your brand. It's okay, I, it's though. Not my, it's, it's not my brand. brand. It's, it's just your, like it's well, your it's your brand, brand juxtaposed with me being that, Lions slappy. It's like kind of our Trent. I will say I love Trent to death. One of the nicest kids <laughs> I've ever met in my entire Kiss life. Kiss to death. Here we go. No, but but but. <laughs> but I've never met a lion slappy like Trent. I've never, <laughs> I, yeah, that's he's the fact. biggest glass half full guy I've ever met, which I love about him. Because I, I love have him. to be. Yeah, but I like you guys act like I'm being super like I'm no, like, you're mean not. No, you're not. No, I'm no, no, reasonable. No. It's just it's just that like the juxtaposition of me and Collins talking about the lions. What a good word, juxtaposition. Wow. I I definitely wow. tried to get that out of my mouth, well, but you know, that was a great word. Right. I there. took a film class once, learned that word. Great yeah. word. Wow, big time, big time. Well, I I I put this in a doc. I, I just think Matt Patricia, I, I still don't believe in him after, after like two weeks. My patience is getting very thin with that dude. If he doesn't use a timeout in the first half today when they need it, I'm going to lose it. Like, break my TV. <laughs> so, Rabinowitz might beat you to it on a I, plane. It's uh, crazy. Absolutely. It's like one of the craziest things ever. It's like, yeah, he likes using timeouts for offense, so it opens up the middle of the field. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, when there's 20 seconds left, you can't use those timeouts, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that lot, like you said, Bevel's been good. I do like the Lions' offensive play calling so far this year. They just got to capitalize a little bit more. Yes. Their defense has been able to get big stops. I do like Lions pl- uh, plus five today. I don't necessarily think they get the job done. Because, I, I mean, going into Philly is a tough matchup. And I think once last week in the second half gained some momentum. So I, I do like Lions to cover, but I do think the Eagles – We'll get it done. Well, I just there's a couple more things I want to throw out there. First of all, in the through the first two games, Matt Stafford's averaging a career high 8.4 yards per attempt. So what does that tell you? The Lions are taking shots down the field, and if he's, I mean, Stafford's got his full gauntlet today. You know, he's got everybody. Yep. Uh, Carson Wentz does not. If Darius Slay's biggest worry is Nelson Aguilar, I'm feeling good. I'm not feeling great because I know that Carson Wentz is still a playmaker, and they still got Zach Ertz there. But then I also want to talk about the secondary real quick. Rashawn Melvin leads the league and passes defense. He's getting thrown at all the time. He also kind of has a little bit of a bum knee going on. But with Darius Slay over there, no one's throwing at him. Everyone's throwing at Rashawn Melvin. Leading the league in pass defense, I think that's something big you can hang your helmet on. Tracy Walker has taken the next step this year. He's leading the league in solo tackles. Who would have thought that? He'll probably be on Ertz for most of the game today. So I just look at those two things. I think overall Stafford's got enough weapons to get this done. 
Uh, the line's five, so I'm the line is five, so I'm definitely taking the Lions to cover, and you I think the Lions earlier will win. In the week, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Do you think they win? You think they win today? Right? I do. Yes, twenty four seventeen. I think it's a good opportunity because you you got Kansas City next week. Yes. To get one here would be nice. Confidence builder. Yes. Then you get Kansas City at home without Tyreek Hill, and you never know. You mm. never know. Never know. Not a that, good defense that's, in Kansas that's City. Your number, you never know with the Lions. You right? never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. As we well know. So, yeah, Trent's taking the Lions. I think I'm going to go with the Lions as well. Oh. I'm going to sip the Kool-Aid. We're going to roll with the Lions. Honolulu Have some blue. Kool-Aid, Julian. Uh, Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. Cheers. Oh. Take a bath. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on with our picks. Bengals at Bills minus six for Buffalo. I think I'm gonna go with the Bills in this one. I've been all in on uh, my man Allen. Yep, I think he's fantastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with him in this one. Trent, who you got in this one? I'm gonna take the Bills as well. The Bills were my sleeper team going into this year. My roommates laughed at me for it. I just said I don't think they're winning the division, obviously, because the Patriots are still in town. But Josh Allen, I drove to Buffalo and watched Josh Allen crush my dreams against the Lions <laughs> last year. So uh, I got I got what more dreams. Fi- oh, we've talked about this. It was Tr- our it was our whole playoff thing. We had to win out. We were like five. And I, and, I went. The Lions were like five I can't and eight at he this went point. To Buffalo for my this. family, my whole family, we were like, "Yep, we're in. We're going. We got to do we it." Go. Here we go. Here we go. Got the music got going. The music. What so, was the line again? Six. Six. The Bengals stink. I'm taking. I like the Bengals today. The I like the Bengals today. Joe Mixon hasn't done anything all the year. Yeah. I think he actually breaks out today and has a good performance. I think I saw the Bengals pass at seventy five percent of the time. Yeah, something it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're insane. Andy Dalton has like the most uh, passing yards in the league. Because that's I, all I, I like do. the Bengals. I like the Bengals. The Bills have kind of right. won two fluky games in a row. Right. Played two kind of mediocre teams in New York. I like the I like the Bengals. All right, going with the Bengals in this one. Next one up, Dolphins at Cowboys. Dolphins are hot garbage. Going with the Cowboys. They are. Where is it, 23? 23. I hate the Cowboys. Like, I think they're grossly overrated. They still haven't played anybody. They play the Giants, the Redskins. Now they're going to play the Dolphins. Yes, they're going to cover. They're going to win by at least 23. But I'd love to see Miami put something together and win, lose by 21. I just don't think it's going to happen. I'll Give take me the Josh Cowboys. Rosen and the Dolphins, baby. They're covering 23. That's I, too big of a number. I hope I'm wrong. I love I love that. 23, I, I I, 23 is huge. But 20, you 20, have to remember, there were players who, after we won in Miami, were like, I literally want out. <laughs> I no, out. this is those terrible. People are, those people are losers, by the way. Who doesn't want to play? Like, you're making millions of dollars. Why don't Why don't you just chill in Miami and play? Like why would I feel like that's a pretty yeah, good game. The yeah, suit did it. Yeah, no, yeah, no pressure. Just go to Miami yeah. and get paid. But the fact that go no one thinks you're gonna win, like just go clubbing, show up drunk, and then go play yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no one thinks you're gonna win anyway, yeah, so like, you might as well just go just crazy. Just lay out the pool. Give me the Dolphins. Josh Rosen gets the his Dolphins first start. Might go zero sixteen. They might. But I know all you need them to do is not lose by twenty. Josh Rosen. So, yeah, Josh Rosen. All that's right. a big one. Next one. Broncos at Packers. Line is at seven for the Packers. I'm not sold on the Packers. They have a solid defense, and they have the best quarterback in the league, but I need to see more because I don't think the Bears are any good, and I don't think the Vikings can score points. So, um, granted, I don't think the Broncos can score points either, but the line is 7.5. I think the Broncos score enough. I think the Packers win by a field goal or two. Is it in Mile High? It's in Lambeau. It's in Lambeau. At Lambeau. Give me the Packers. Rodgers looked really good week two. And Joe Flacco threw the ball 50 times last weekend. That's not how you beat any team if Joe Flacco is throwing the ball 50 <laughs> times. Well, absolutely not, but they Give also the shouldn't have lost because the Bears got some BS. Yeah, I mean, the Bears, yeah, the Bears, yeah, who cares? The Bears suck. I cannot wait to I'm play the awful. Bears. Uh, okay. Awful. Awful. Falcons Are you on Colts. the line? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't yep, yep. wait to play, I can't wait to play him. Me and Jelani Tavai, baby. <laughs> We're coming. That's why his, his jersey has Bally on the back. Or no, no, no he's had a Stafford jersey on the back. I wore Stafford today. I wore the Stafford one. Sad, sad. Falcons at Colts, the next one, one and a half for Indianapolis. Ooh. 
Um, Falcons keep it rolling, I think, after a big win last week. Matt Ryan's looking at this division. Cam Newton, Drew Brees both out. This is time to capitalize. I think he answers the bell. Matty Ice, I got Julio on my fantasy team. Need a big day. Falcons win and cover. So is the the Colts are favored by one and a half, right? Yes. Give me Jacoby Brissett and T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton just produces. Dude, T.Y. Hilton, FAU product, has one of the sickest celebrations when he scores a TD, just spells out his name. I think it's so cool. Yeah. I love, I love Jacoby Brissett in the uh, Indianapolis Colts. They're they're built to win. They really are. Darius Leonard in that defense is good, and Cardi Willis. Last, defense. Cardi yep. Willis last week at Michigan State guy. Yep. Big led the, led the team in tackles. Yep. And he played half the snaps. Mm-hmm. So give me the Colts. I like it. I'm with you as well on the Colts. Ravens at Chiefs five and a half for Kansas City. Uh, we're seeing the two early MVP favorites square up. The problem is I don't think Lamar Jackson, what he's doing is sustainable. I think he's going to be good and everything. I just don't think the MVP numbers are going to keep up. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense isn't great at all, but I think Pat Mahomes tears up the Ravens D, uh, Chiefs cover and win convincingly. I think Lamar Jackson has his worst game of the first three weeks. Give me the Ravens. I believe in Lamar. I believe in the Baltimore defense more than I do in Kansas city. This game will be 38 to like 35. This will be a track meet today. And I, I just like the Ravens this year. I think they're going to win their division pretty easily. I like the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think they cover as well. It's going to be a close one, but I think Mahomes is just a little bit better. I think Mahomes I is nasty. Trent. He's is so sick. Lamar's not going to have as great a game as he's been having. So I love I'll Lamar. go with the Chiefs. Ra- I do love Lamar as well. I, I, I Other just than love a stupid helmet. Out. Someone needs to tell him. Get a freaking quarterback's helmet. Yeah, he I does. Is I hate good. the I hate the like two bar th- the running back helmet he has. It bothers me. I don't know why it bothers mm. me, but I hate it. He's a running back. I guess. <laughs> uh, Raiders at Vikings. The next one, eight and a half for the Vikings. Surprise! I'm not sold on the Vikings either. Uh, I think they win, but not by ten points. So yeah, I'm going to say uh, Gruden and the Ra- Ra- Raiders cover. The Raiders. Give me the Raiders, baby. Josh Jacobs, good. Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I always have. I don't think he's that bad. And I like the Raiders. I actually think the Raiders might win this team today. I would love if they did. I think the Vikings will win, but not Kirk by Kirk Cousins 10, so. is looked horrible. He, their, offensive not good. Ste- their whole offensive team is like, hey, Delvin Cook, get like 200 yards on the ground. I'm pretty and, sure. Yeah, that's pretty hard yeah. to do. Didn't and Delvin Cook, Cousins... Cook is, Delvin Cook is probably the best running back in the league right now. So far, yeah, yeah statistically. Him or Marlon Mack. Marlon yeah. Mack's been going off. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I think... I'm pretty sure Kirk Cousins threw the ball ten times in Week One. He did. I, I played him. Times? In, I played him yeah. in fantasy. It was awesome. Are you kidding me? Ooh, that's with fifty points Adam, somehow, though. Really you wild. have Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and Kyle Rudolph, and they don't trust you enough to throw it more than ten times. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Not Love Kirk though. I, I'm not. I'm not chirping Kirk. Captain Everyone Kirk, loves Kirk. Captain Kirk. Jets at Patriots. Line is at twenty-one for the Pats. I have faith in Le'Veon alone, but this Patriots defense has allowed three points in two games. Give me the Pats. Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets. Jets so you Jets. think, okay, it's, it is I, 21 I, I, and a half. It's a big line. No, it's not even that. I, I think Lute Folk, Washington State product. What? Third stringer, though. Hey, Gardner Menchu, oh. a little Washington State love this week. Give me Jets to cover. Oh, but that, that second to love. third too much love. quarterback string Their jump is huge. Their defense is good. J- the Jets' defense is better than what people think it is. Oh, it is. Jamal like, Adams, but, I think, is the best safety in the game. And yet, C.J. Mosley, they got players on that defense. So I think the Jets will hold it to a closer game. Maybe the Patriots like pull away at the end, like 17-point win. But I like the Jets. If cover. Antonio Brown was still on the Patriots, I'd pick the Jets. But, uh... I'm picking the Patriots. Okay. Okay, then. <laughs> nice. Uh, Car- Panthers at Cardinals lines at one and a half for Arizona. 
Um, this is a tough one. This if, is a hard one. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals just because Cam has looked absolutely awful. Yeah, well, he's not playing, so if, if he was, Kyle would... Allen, Texas A&M product. If you remember Kyle Allen, his he's best known for him talking to the water cooler girl when they played Mississippi State when like Mississippi State was like the number one team in the country. He's just chatting up this girl on the yeah. sideline. Shout out Kyle Allen. <laughs> I just don't look. I don't think the Cardinals are a good team. I'm still salty, but Cam isn't playing. I think in the Panthers though they're zero two. I respect Ron Rivera enough to like look at this game and say we better win right now because again, Riverboat similar Ron. to what I said about the Falcons, this division's wide open. The Panthers got to take advantage when Cam's out. I just don't think they do it. I think the Cardinals win. I I know I've asked this like a hundred times. I forget like after five seconds, is my ADD is so bad? What's the line? <laughs> minus two. <laughs> Yeah. Who's at minus two? Cardinals. Cardinals. Cardinals are. Give me the Cardinals. I. I mean, uh, unless Cliff Kingsbury wants to kick the kick field goals inside the five, like every. Well, he might. So, he yeah, might he want might want to do yeah. that. Yeah, I guess, but I think Kyler Murray's better than Kyle Allen. Just gonna say that. <laughs> hey, former Texas A&M QBs together. They were in the That's same true. quarterback room. Giants People at forget Buccaneers. That. Five is five for the Buccaneers. Minus five for the Bucks. Yeah, minus five for the Bucks. Famous Jameis. Let's go. I don't think the Bucks are good, but this is Daniel Jones' first start. Give me the Bucks. Give me Daniel Jones. You like you like you like that? I'm rolling with it. I'm I do like Daniel it. Jones. I will say this. I tweeted it out draft night. Daniel Jones is not bad. He played at Duke. Duke sucks at football. Like if you're if you're putting up numbers at Duke, I get David Cl- Cutcliffe. But like, look, what is Duke doing now? Like Daniel Jones is really, really good. I like Daniel Jones, but I like famous Jameis more. Wow. Yeah. All right. Even Texan, though he looks ridiculous in his visor. He looks absolutely ridiculous. He looks so bad. I, get I'm rid of the visor. Get ri- yeah, it, look. it looks horrible. Not get rid of look. it. Texans yeah. at Chargers. Lines at three. Minus three for the Chargers. I'm kind of confused by this line because the Chargers never have a home field advantage anyways. What they're basically telling you is the home field. The home team usually gets a three-point. Yeah, three. So it's a pick em. Um, I just think I, I don't know what they're going to do about DeAndre Hopkins. Okung's still out on LA's O-line. J.J. Watts on the Houston's D-line. I'm just going to take the Texans. Until I, I give me Phil Rivers and the boys. I, I just I know the they don't boys. have Derwin James. I know they don't have Okun. But Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, they only beat bad teams. They really only the Houston Texans only really beat bad teams. Like they had a nail biter with the Jags mm-hmm. last that's week. That's what they say about Matt Stafford, and he they, beat Philip Rivers last week. So that's all. Man, no, yeah, they might yeah, be wow. bad. They might be bad. They could be. Yeah, they're so missing a lot I'm of people. I'm just saying. I I like Phil Rivers and the boys. Today. I'm going. I'm going with the Texans in this one. Next matchup: Steelers at 49ers. Lines at six and yuck, a half. Yuck! For yuck! 49ers. Yuck! 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 Steelers I, finally suck, and I love it. 49ers. You couldn't, you couldn't pay me enough money to watch this game. This I will not. Awful. Yeah, yeah. But I do like the Steelers. I think Ma- Mason Rudolph. I do as well. I think Mason Rudolph. Is not not he's not gonna be better than Big Ben. I think he'll he'll, he'll be, be good. he'll be serviceable. And they still good have word. A, they, yeah, I know. Big words right here, big J. But uh you they have enough weapons to make this team close with San Fran. Even I do like San Francisco's defense, but I mean Jimmy G really? Come on. Give I don't me, like Jimmy G. G. Give me not the a Jimmy G guy. I'm not either. He's a handsome fellow. He though. is a handsome wow. fellow. Wow. Maybe handsome I think that's devil. what angers me. Is that he's just a really handsome guy. Just a really good looking dude. And you're dude. just like yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> He's not, he's not even good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, that's what he's makes me good. mad. He's, he's not, a, man's just a good-looking guy. Know. Hold up. Y'all think Mason Rudolph is good, though? I don't know. He I think be. the 49ers win this game by 10. The Steelers huh? suck. They're not good. It was hard enough for Juju to get open without Big Ben or with Big Ben. Now he doesn't even have him. I, I don't know how the Steelers are even going to put up points. I don't know why everyone likes Juju Smith-Schuster so much. I don't he's know He's a why. nice guy. Well, no, I know. He's everyone, a nice guy. He's a good guy on like Twitter and stuff. Everyone loves him. Like, 
He's kind of just like, all right. I mean, he's like, he's like good. <laughs> he's not that good. I just like, he's really, yeah, he's a good player, but like, yeah, I know what you tr- mean. People treat him like he's he was like, like an internet oh, sensation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. treat him like he's Julio Odell. Probably because like, he rode his bike to practice. People like that kind of yeah, stuff. People, people forget 98 t- yard touchdown Sunday night football. Oh my gosh, and then he did yep. the bite chain thing. Yep. Shout out Quandre Dids. Good play, dude. Sorry. <laughs> dude, it was Glover Quinn. No, that was Quandre Dits, I remember it vividly. Vividly. Quinn was there too, though. Yeah. Could have not good. Not good. Last two matchups Saints at Seahawks, minus four and a half for Seattle. Saints are going to put together a sneaky good game plan with Taysom Hill and Teddy Ooh, Bridgewater, okay. uh, switching out at QB. Um, I think they cover, but Seattle wins. I will say this if Teddy Bridgewater has his white gloves on, I like the Saints, but he had black gloves on last You're week. that guy. And it You're didn't look guy. good. It didn't look good one bit. So it depends on that. I'm taking the Saints if Teddy's out the white gloves. If not, I'm not taking the Saints. Give me Saints cover. Seahawks win a close one. I yeah. like it. I'm going with the Seahawks as well. I like what Wilson did last week. So I'll yeah. think this. He's that's nasty. Keep He's a monster. They have, they have the worst like offensive staff in the league. I don't know what they're doing on offense. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, gotta shake things up. Pete. Not great look. Last one. Rams at Browns. Rams minus Sunday three night. And a half. That place will. There's gonna be more drunk people there than any NFL game. Yep. For like the last five years, they haven't been to Cleveland since 2007, I think. And they had to like, they're not letting people tailgate until like 1:30 there. That because people are gonna get way too sloppy. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I love. Well, it. Look, the Browns got whipped in Week One by a bad Titans team. They relied on one big Odell play to pull away from the Jets. I don't think this game's close. I seriously don't. I think the Rams win by a touchdown, maybe two. This smells like a game where it's just so much hype surrounding it. Where the Browns do a couple flashy things to start it yeah, off. I don't think it's gonna and be then, a good game. And then Baker throws like a pitch sits in the third quarter. I like the Rams here. But it's going to be pretty cool. I like that. People don't like the Browns jerseys. I love the Browns jerseys. The, the color brown jersey. ones? You don't like those? Oh, they're oh, disgusting. The brown, brown Dude, your jerseys can't like the be brown. Ones. They just can't. They're the Browns. What but are they supposed to be? Their color is orange. Their, their color, color is not orange. They're brown. The they're helmets are brown. orange. The helmets are orange. The, they have the most like bland, classic logo, and the entire and their, their uniforms yeah, that's are right. brown. The Paul that's Browns, awesome. baby. Give me the. I like. No, oh. I'll take the Browns. Just as I like their jerseys, the Paul Browns. All Give right. me the Browns. You can have the Browns. You would, you would really rock a Browns jersey. Yeah, I would. Then, are you kidding me? Why? Uh, did you see Miles Garrett's tweet this week where he no. said he did a celebration because HBK Shawn Michaels. Does anyone watch WWE? I, I don't. No, no one watches WWE. I do not watch no, WWE. I'm, I'm sorry. Shawn Michaels, the HBK, the goat. I'm just gonna say that. In fact, that's his celebration. I'm a big fan of the Browns now. All right. Literally, all of the words you just said, I had no idea what you were talking. I about. don't. Yeah, you're really missing out. Like HBK, remi- what? The Heartbreak Kid. Come on. You're really missing out on reminiscing about mid 2000s WWE superstars. I know what uh, is it? Triple X? No, triple, triple H. Triple H. <laughs> triple X is a Vin Diesel movie, bro. <laughs> It's just yeah. something along those lines. The Undertaker. I remember The Undertaker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Undert- Dead Man? The Dead Man? Oh, you lost me. Ray Mysterio. I remember Ray Mysterio. Booyaka, it's one. Yeah. I'm yeah. A bi- I was a big WWE fan. I actually went to Halloween as Ray Mysterio. It was a good mm. look. It was I, a good I, look. I'd love to see pictures of that. A little oh. white kid impersonating a small Mexican guy. I was, yeah. was going to say, wonder yeah. how that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had like... He has a tattoo that says Mexico on his stomach, and I painted like a tattoo that said Mexico on my stomach. Oh, that's awesome. Looking back at it, probably shouldn't have done that. Well, it's great, though. 
It well, looked very weird. If you know, wow. you know. It's one of those things. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like this is a great way to end yeah, off yeah, yeah. the show. We're at 102 now on the clock. That means Green and White Report is over. You've been listening to us on Impact 89 FM, WDBM, East Lansing. You can join us next Sunday and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Remember, follow us on Twitter and now Instagram at WDBM Sports. On Facebook, Impact 89FM Sports. And then you can find all our content on impact89fm.org slash sports. For Julian Mitchell, Ryan Collins, Trent Bally, my pride. man Hank in the back, Hikaru Kudo on the ones and keys, the didgeridoo. Shout out to Hank. Rhino Benowitz on an airplane coming from Gainesville. This has been the Green and White Report, and we'll see you next Sunday. You have been listening to The Green and White Report on WDBM. For all your sports news and notes, go to impact89fm.org slash sports.